Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Bro Ka Ka Ka. I'm Jim. I'm Sam. And I'm Dog Park. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Thank welcome. you for joining us today, Dog Park. Very Thank you exciting. for having me. Thank you. Uh, no problem. Yeah, about time, right? <laughs> I know, right? I, I always felt like it was destiny. <laughs> well, we finally did it. It just had to be once Joe Julian ended, unfortunately. <laughs> or maybe for a good thing. Oh, well. Depends on how you look at it. So, yeah, sure. would you like to uh, introduce yourself a bit? Like, what do you what do you do on the internet? What Hi. Do you, what uh, do you know yeah. for? <laughs> um, well, I uh, do translations of JoJo. Um, not so much anymore because I've been so swamped with school and all that. But I was doing translations for Jojolian when it was coming out. And I'm planning on doing them for uh, Jojo Lands as well. Um, and so, yeah, that's just kind of my presence is just talking about Jojo and translating it from Japanese to English. Hai's kind of been a blessing then for you. Oh, yeah, no, <laughs> for sure. Focus on school. <laughs> yeah. It uh, seems really interesting. I personally, like, I hate saying it anymore because I'm so bad, but I do speak German. That's the only other language I know. Mm-hmm. And just from my um understanding of german translation was always probably the the most difficult thing for me because Mm. like when i speak german it is more like intuitive like Mm -hmm, i mm -hmm. I use like my german brain kind of but like whenever i look at like german text and try and translate it into english it almost never makes sense it always sounds like (laughs) a crazy like barbarian trying to talk so i think it's so cool that you are not only just doing this like seemingly for fun it seems like you're extremely passionate about this yeah it it is uh um, for fun. It's also to sort of um, not only hone, like, I guess, Japanese skills, but also writing skills. Because before I ever started doing anything, I was always like, really into writing. Like, oh, really? I mean, it's kind of bad, but I'm, yeah, it's like, I was just like writing all the time, um, doing random creative writing stuff and so what i like about this is that it's both japanese and writing at the same time it kind of like combines the two things that i um really enjoyed and also with so um, cool yeah and uh and when you talk about um uh german uh what's interesting to me is that it's something that i had to discover too with japanese is that when i would read japanese i would understand it um but then trying to just put it into english right from there was really tough for me um and so what I figured out is that th- we all have this sort of, I don't know how to, this might be too like crazy for the first like five minutes of the thing, but. <laughs> no, we, go on. This is fascinating. We, we all have this sort of um, mental language that we think in that isn't, isn't English or isn't German or isn't Japanese or anything. Um, so like, for example, let's say that I'm, um, I'm just chilling and I'm doing nothing. And all of a sudden, I have like in rapid succession in my brain, I have the thought, I should get ice cream. Wait, no, we don't have ice cream. Why am I thinking about getting ice cream? I wouldn't even want to buy that anyway. It's too much of a hassle right now. Let's just go back to the thing I'm doing. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's like kind of a chain of thoughts that that I might have. But that saying that aloud took a while. Right. Like that was said in English. And it took a little while to say all of those thoughts out loud. If you're just sitting there and thinking about the ice cream, it might just hit you really quickly. It might be like, and you like have all those thoughts and then you're back to the thing. Um, But you didn't have them necessarily in any language. They weren't like spelled out in sentences. You maybe thought the word ice cream, like kind of floating through your brain, 
but like nothing else really happened language-wise there. It was just kind of like an intuitive understanding of what you were thinking. In the same way, I guess when we process like words that we read, they kind of go into our head and then we understand them in our mental language, which is why we understand them from the like written language. And then, so instead of just converting it straight from Japanese to English, when you translate, you have to, of course you have to look at the wording and like do some technical translation as well. But also you look at the thing, you understand what it means in your, in your mind, you take that mentalese and you convert that into English and then you output it back out in English. And then you reference and check and make sure that it's like hmm. got all the details. Um, but I think you got to understand it in the mental language first and then take translate to English from your mental language um, instead of just straight one to the other. Is I that think that's like hmm. beautifully said because just like, as I said, like my, my German's rusty, but I'm mm -hmm. very aware of like what you mean by that. Like there is this kind of implicit, I guess, sort of understanding of things. And like, it's more of a, the amorphous thoughts. Mm -hmm. And in German in particular, because it's also kind of like English is a Germanic language, the sentence structure is at times very similar and at times extremely different. Not to make mm -hmm. this like a linguistics podcast or anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is now. <laughs> um, it is it is really difficult um, because this, the placement of words in a sentence in German can completely change their meaning. Uh, mm -hmm. And I, I know even from a language I don't speak, I know that Chinese doesn't really even have like verb tenses. Like in Chinese, the word for run is the same whether you're doing it two weeks ago or two weeks from now. Oh, really? And yeah, from my understanding of, of I guess this would be hmm. uh, Mandarin Chinese. Gotcha. Uh, there's there's no verb tenses, so everything is just happening, <laughs> and well, you you learn the context of it via other elements of the sentence. Like it would be I run in two weeks, kind of thing. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's from my understanding of uh, wow. Mandarin. I mean, with like, tenses. as as a more, I guess Japanese has a similar thing where there's no future tense. Um, huh. Future and present tense are the same. Um, so saying "I run" could be the same thing as "I will run," depending on context. Mm -hmm. So yeah. <laughs> hmm. Wow. So yeah, we don't need to. As I said, we don't need to make this like the linguistic podcast. <laughs> to to bring it back to JoJo, though, right? Um, that thing. I'm kind of putting you. Know, putting you on the spot mm -hmm. do you have like um anything in mind that was like a challenge or and there was like so you did what maybe the last 20 issues of jojolian do you uh, or 20 chapters do you remember how many it was i did the last 13 okay 13 i also did four at the start um and then i did a bunch of stone ocean um yes oh. I, I remember you doing the stone ocean because i actually was reading along with some of those and it oh, was yeah? really fun because i hadn't <laughs> read it and yeah i hadn't read that in so long and it was like whoa it was almost like reading it for the first time because it I'm was glad. like so different yeah i'm i'm kind of embarrassed about some of those like i i went back and i looked at some of the old ones uh the other day and i was like "Ooh, yeah that's not how i phrase that now at all um but it's cool because like i i feel like i've grown from those times i guess yeah um, of course you and, can't start off like 100 <laughs> percent. yeah no exactly like you gotta have so. those kind of like those kind of, you gotta have that awkward dialogue uh, in your past yeah. a little bit in order to get to like the good stuff um but i i don't know i've anything that was particularly difficult um jojolian um it was it was around what was it i kind of jumped into the middle of the wonder view arc um, yeah and it, it was that 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 was messing me up especially because i was 
I, I was going a little too fast for my own good as well. Um, You're, yeah, trying to get every try to get out. I'm guessing to around yeah. you know when it drops. <laughs> no, exactly. Like I was, I was trying to rush it so that I could like have it out as quick as possible. Um, yeah, in doing something. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people were eagerly awaiting. <laughs> like quality, I guess. Sometimes, I mean, it wasn't that like egregious. It was maybe like a few lines that were just kind of weird. Um, but I remember like especially around like chapter um, ninety nine and one hundred because. I wasn't um, incredibly good at, at doing like literary Japanese translation at that point. Um, mm. I had just been doing dialogue because um, the chapters I was translating were all dialogue. And then I opened 99 as one of the first ones that I'm doing concurrently. And I just see the big thing about rock humans and bees. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. Oh, my God. It's like a whole thing. Oh, and I tried my best. I worked. I, that was like probably one of the most like physically draining chapters I ever did in 99 because that was just it was 18 straight pages of narration um oh my god mm -hmm. <laughs> why couldn't it be action um, <laughs> yeah that's the the plus side with a lot of those wonder view chapters was uh there was just a lot of action and like a lot of things happening so I'm sure those went a little quicker but um, but it, what what are your actual thoughts about part eight then? Like, <laughs> yeah, this might be a good time to uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> any 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 like what you love and hate about Dijolian? <laughs> uh, sorry about that. My internet just like exploded for a second. I'm, no, you're good. I'm back. Uh, what did you What did you ask? Uh, I was say, what are your general thoughts about Dijolian? Like the your your the likes and dislikes about it. I, I really liked it. I I really liked the art. I don't know. I it took sort of like a what is it? A more cartoonish look than mm. Silver Run Toward the End. But I kind of like that. I, I feel like like Iraqi's art was really beautiful at the peak of Silver Run. Um Oh yeah. And then but then something about Jojolian just like made it softer and made the characters' faces a little less like realistic, but they still had that like realism to the features almost. And like I just I really enjoyed that. Um, and I liked the characters more so. I just, like, um, it'll, it reminded me a lot of part four, um, which I'm actually rewatching mm -hmm. right now. And, like, I just, I really like the characters. Like, I don't know. I, I, I always love, like, emotive characters. Like, I, I love it when characters show what they're feeling. Um, mm, yeah. and I, I guess one thing that, that makes me really like, like, I guess, Josuke and Okuyasu and Koichi, um, is because they actually, like, emote uh, like often and they're they're very expressive um yeah <laughs> and i feel like some characters along the line sort of lost that like in the name of being cool um <laughs> and i i guess i just i always love it when characters like really show what they're feeling and so that's why i really liked like yasuho um and i especially liked mamezuku like late mamezuku was so interesting to me like i really loved his character hmm. um <laughs> And yeah, I, I I don't know. I just I love the direction that it took because you could never predict it. Like I for some reason like people kept trying to predict Jojolian, but I, uh, I, I, <laughs> laughs nervously. I, I don't know. I just I never like I never got into the whole world of being like I think that this will happen next chapter because every time that I would open the chapter to start translating, I'd be like, what the hell is happening? Like it. That's like the meme of Part Eight. <laughs> Yeah, um, it happened with 99 with the B thing. It happened with 103 with the plane. Um, oh, yeah. 
<laughs> that but, that was kind of like a non sequitur, like almost cold open. Like it just was the plane. <clears throat> Going back yeah, to was, uh, what was... you said about the um, uh, the expressions, I think it's really interesting how Josuke initially, early on in in part eight, went from this character that was extremely emotive. He was especially like once we did our little reread of it after it ended, mm-hmm. I noticed that Josuke had like so many scenes where he was very deeply hurt by his like lack of knowledge of his past. And there was times where he like broke down crying. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that was the thing that I really missed the most from that character near the end. Yeah. Uh, he we just didn't get kind of talk. did become like a cool guy. I, I yeah. wish, I really wish that we heard his thoughts a lot. Like I remember I was reading, I don't know. What was it like the born this way arc and stuff? And I love Josuke's inner monologue. Um, yeah. And we get it. That's we what I was thinking of too, actually. Earlier. But then I it just like Wonder of You, we, I especially started to notice it around like chapter, like 104, 105, is that we just weren't hearing what Josuke was thinking. Like, mm-hmm. um, I suppose it adds to like the mystery and the suspense of Go Beyond. But like, I really wish that we got something other than like, I felt it on my shoulder just now. Like, I think that's like the only thing <laughs> that we heard him like think. Uh, in the last few chapters and i just i really wish that we like heard him it's almost funny too because like he sat in that chair we thought he was thinking pretty hard there and pretty long (laughs) 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 and near the end too like it's it's almost like a a surprise when he shows up and yasa sees him again in person near like the very end it's like it's just funny that we didn't really get to see inside because it made it seem like josuke did have like these like machinations of these like crazy plans but he kind of was just doing what every jojo character does and he's acting as things happen and just being very reactive and he even like he was like sus on toru when he first met him like or not even just first met him like everything afterwards like i thought we could get some like you know thoughts about him maybe like yeah i thought we get like, a conf- with confrontation between josuke and toru again or something yeah but like but, it, like he doesn't really come to be because yeah. he doesn't really like know that this, this Stan that he's talking to is Toru's until probably like Yasho tells him. Until he's far away anyway, and he's just like he becomes yeah. like a third party in the fight almost. Yeah, pretty. Mm. But like, yeah. I mean, I'm glad that Yasho then... was there to like kind of fight Toru, I suppose. Um, <laughs> After suffering for many chapters <laughs> and continuing to suffer, she. Oh my god. She was the the MVP. <laughs> seriously, like she did nothing but suffer. Dejolian is a story about suffering. Yeah. It really it's is. Story about Yasuho getting hurt. <laughs> Yasuho, J- Jobin. She gets hurt in like almost every possible way, like mentally, physically, emotionally. <laughs> I didn't it's remember like an attack from it all being that horrible, especially during like the Doctor Wu fight. Because I remember I read I read that and I was like, Yasuho's getting like horribly treated like it, when it went into her <laughs> eye and she had to like pull it out of her eyeball i was like oh god i don't that remember scene is this. like that's like one of my favorite scenes in part eight honestly when she has to do like uh, like an mri on her own head so that she can like inject a needle to save herself crazy i was like this there's no way i don't remember this like how did i forget <laughs> this too it's so recent like oh yeah it's so funny because we started covering jojolian in like uh it was like right in i think it was right before the urban gorilla fight so kind of like a little bit after the second half started right and it's just really funny like i mean that was like what that was what 
four years ago at this point. Yeah, Something we just like that. Passed our fourth anniversary. Like, but it doesn't feel that long ago. Like it feels so much more recent. It's crazy. I know the speed that manga came out really made me change my perception of time. Like once I started following um, Jojolian so heavily, I was like, I was tracking the months by Jojolian chapters coming out. Like I was yeah. like, oh, the Jojolian chapter comes out around the middle of the month. So like, oh, we're already moving another month. Like I wouldn't like think about the calendar. I'd just be like, oh yeah, the Jojolian chapter's coming out. I'm like, oh, we're at mid-month already. And then I'm, I know in like a week or two, I'll get another chapter of, of Records of Ragnarok. That's how I, my, my time frame for like manga releases were like in my head. Yeah, exactly. You start <laughs> like now tracking that... time with, with your manga release. It's like really weird. Um, but like, that, like, it takes that... a whole month to draw a chapter of that. I have, lucky in December we're getting like the 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 one-offs and like it's gonna be like kind of like a like old times. Yeah, we're getting everything in December. Like I... December is gonna be such a good month for us. It's gonna be a busy month. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, not only do we have Stone Ocean in, in mere days, in mere days, like dear three days. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> oh, but we also have the event uh... like tonight as well. Or like tomorrow oh, I didn't know there was an event happening. Yeah, I don't have time a, for that. There's an event on, uh, what is it, 6 p.m. JST. Oh, God. So, yeah. like a horrible mid-morning time. Um, <laughs> like I usual. Remember, uh, I think it was actually, I forget what it was, but the reveal where they revealed Stone Ocean after like <laughs> two and a half hour long um, conference, <laughs> that was like Easter I think it was like it started Easter Sunday, like that morning, mm-hmm. and I literally stayed up until like four or five a.m. watching that shit. All for a so JPEG mad. for Jolene for literally JPEG. a Jolene JPEG. Yeah, I was so I'm mad. Like, I'm so, I so mad that I paid this. that money. I I shouldn't have paid. <laughs> Me too. That was so funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, cringe. Um, I, I cringe. When he was saying so, the subs were so bad, I felt so bad for everybody because like I was understanding it. But like the hmm. subs were so bad that I was like, "What is were, even happening?" Were they they were like auto generated? I think right. Yeah, they had it's, like a machine like generated that. sub thing, like trying to, like, oh my god, it was like horrible. They mastered that. <laughs> it just really like, I hate not to, I hate to sound like cynical, but uh, so many of those things with like all these events, and they would just like, like string people along and like they tease like oh jojo announcement and they string you along to like the end it just shows that they have like such little respect for <laughs> the international fans in particular like the the non-japanese speaking fans and it was just i don't know it was kind of like i guess i shouldn't be too surprised but i am just a little disappointed like yeah. when you're telling me that this event is going to be available for english uh available in english with subtitles like i would expect you to <laughs> like hired somebody that. to actually and it was pre-recorded too so they could have just like hired yes. somebody and gotten the subs done like <laughs> that's the crazy part <laughs> yeah I, they it's gonna so have warner you, brothers for a favor you can't translate a sentence mid-sentence like that's the thing that i guess yeah. machine translation doesn't understand it's like people go on sentences that go on forever and ever and ever like right now this sentence has been going on for like seconds and seconds but a machine translator would be trying to like fill it out as it goes which is like mm-hmm. you can't do that you can't like yeah you can't they like write be stuff before it's written. especially if they can't get up to the speed <laughs> where like the verb comes at the end of a japanese sentence like you can't take like you can't just put You're it just into english the whole before time. they say the verb <laughs> yeah like i don't understand we got some great images though from that entire 
<laughs> event. So yeah, it, it worked out. Yeah, it was pretty funny. And we got the Stone Ocean announcement at the end. And then that, oh my god, we have so much content now that I think we forget the Jolene PNG times. But <laughs> I'm glad forget. we're out of Jolene we've, PNG time. We've been like drought still there. for a long time. <laughs> we're on like Jotaro hat memes right now. Yeah. It is actually insane. Like, I don't, I wasn't, I, after that, like the two and a half hour long one, I was just kind of like, I'll just get the, the news when it comes out. Like, I don't really need to watch these live anymore. No, now there's but so they, much stuff. <laughs> yeah, the the newest one, which I guess was a month or so ago, they had like four different trailers. I'm like, do I even need to watch the anime? I, can, I don't want to watch the trailers. I'll, <laughs> well, I'll see like, it was, like a trailer, it was a trailer for the actual anime, a trailer for like like all the, the voice actors, and like a trailer for like all the, the character like model. They're just like a trailer. Yeah, I love, <laughs> so I'm, much. I'm a huge fan of what Warner Brothers is doing. I... Netflix, I don't, I don't like Netflix. I think like everything they roll out is so clunky and weird. Um, and like, mm, I agree. <laughs> the the like they technically dropped a like quote trailer when it like when those four came out, but it was like a short, tiny like twelve second version of one of them with like the Netflix logo plastered over the back. It's like I mm, can't the watermark. Yeah, I can't do it. Like I they Warner Brothers like Japan luckily like dropped all four of those. But there were no subs, so I was like, hmm, maybe I could like try to do anime subtitling and stuff. Fan and, um, subs. Yeah. And it, so was was that worked. the first time you'd ever tried that before? I, I also did it for the, the first trailer that dropped mm. like a while back, the one that started showing the actual anime. Um because the Netflix subs are so bad. I I'm really scared for the rollout of Sonoshin because I feel like the subs are going to be really subpar. Um, and like, maybe not because they're the only like company that has it. So like, like for example, the, the part five subs that Netflix used, they pretty much just stole them straight from Crunchyroll and then just like changed the stand names. Yeah. Um, but they forgot because they must have used like a copy paste tool because I don't know if you saw it going oh, around, did, yeah. but like, yeah, they messed up Gold Experience Requiem. They said like Silver Chariot Requiem or something. <laughs> Um, oh my god like the whole time um yeah they must have just used a find and replace or they used, something yeah because find they, and replace system. it's in, it's incredible that like <laughs> no one thought to check that like i i work what i do for work is like involves some web design and like mm-hmm. we have teams qa shit like you you and i will take a look at things too even though like i'm not part of the qa teams but yeah you don't you can't like let that shit get published when there's quality checks ups before they come out like i it it proves that nobody working on it at all has any clue what jojo is like yeah (laughs) which is dangerous it's like you've got it's like a child with a loaded gun like exactly (laughs) please get someone that knows what they're doing with this i mean seeing netflix's anime track record isn't great so i was i wasn't expecting much from them it's just, it's so weird. Like, and I can tell that the subs for Stone Ocean are going to be done by somebody who has, who's being underpaid, who doesn't want to be mm. working it, who has no clue what JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is, who's just like confused about how any of this I mean, works and like all the formatting who, of like stand names and everything. Is going to the be person so working on it could be that that Netflix employee whose kid leaked out the episode title. <laughs> no, so. that guy's allegedly. Gone. <laughs> allegedly, that guy disappeared was... faster than lightning. <laughs> Um, but like... I just, I, it's so weird. Like I, I was watching like the trailer, um, from Netflix and that one line from like FF that they showed in the first trailer, um, where she's like, 
if I were to jump from that that window up there, you'd think I would die if I fell from that height, you know, like that like weird line that she says. Um, mm-hmm. And like the Netflix subs were just, if you jumped from that window, you'd die. <laughs> and I was like, what? Is it being simul dubbed? Yes, it is. It is. It might be. It might be better. It might be better to watch the dub. Genuinely, like... <laughs> I think actually, Permella had mentioned that on Twitter. She she also had very similar complaints uh, in a tweet that I saw about like the subtitles in particular, and was saying that the dub is probably going to be better because you also hey, have like, the, the really good uh, like voice acting team. Kira Kira Buckland, Jolene. Is she actually confirmed? There was a tr- there was a trailer for it, and people it hadn't confirmed it, but people were like people were like I know I played near Automata enough to know what a yell from Kira Buckland sounds like. I was like, I was pretty sure it was Kira Buckland, but it's like I, I guess there's NDAs and yet. stuff, and they can't like announce it because I, I looked at her socials and she didn't mention it. And I know radio that quiet. <laughs> her whole thing has been like that she wants to voice Jolene since like forever. <laughs> so uh, it'll be interesting. Maybe in a few days we'll get like a full voice Hopefully. cast. Hopefully. <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be fascinating to, to uh, listen to listen to the dub and ha- have him say flaccid pancake and like, <laughs> especially because like, he chants I mean, it. Like, he smack. That's not like a like when what is it when Sportsmax says his stand's name? It's like a, like a religious chant to like cast it out or whatever. <laughs> that he's like whispering, and he's like, hmm. biscuit, please like leave my chamber of whatever." So he's gonna be flaccid saying it all. <laughs> I forgot about like, that. Yeah. And like nobody else says the same name at all. Like maybe there's the no way they're it, got... like... they can't say flaccid pancake, can they? Like, do you think they're really gonna stick with flaccid pancake? Apparently yeah, they yeah. are. I oh hope. I really God. hope they do. It'd be very funny. It's like that. Like and like filthy axe is like when everybody do part seven. Just like, are they really gonna go go with it? <laughs> I don't know if they were changing. I I saw the chart for localizations, but I don't I don't remember seeing kiss on there. I think kiss might be safe. Because Kiss is huh. like smack, I think, in like Eyes of Heaven. Yeah. But maybe Which is maybe really it funny. Wrong. Maybe it's on Netflix too. But like Kiss is just a word. That's the thing that I don't get. Like we were, we were, we talked about this in part three where like Oingo Boingo was like changed to like another musical reference completely. It was changed like, to Zenyatta Mandata, uh, which is a police album, I believe. So very strange that they <laughs> they changed a musical reference to another musical reference. Normally, they're too afraid to do that. Well, like I remember, Billy Jean was fun. Why yes, was that? yeah, that's a what's his face? Uh, Kenny G, I think they changed to Billy Jean, which is hysterical that they they did that for some reason. Which is like <laughs> you can't get the like, saxophone player Kenny G, but you can get Billy Jean, like the Michael Jackson song. <laughs> How is that? There's more money. <laughs> Kenny G is very he's a very soulful saxophone player gotcha. he's like known for is he a... right 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 uh, okay he's a he's like a Muzak or whatever I don't know he's kind of a meme people meme on him all the time yeah <laughs> but this whole discussion about um like subtitles it really especially and like the sub- subbing of a a Crunchyroll Netflix shows it really just kind of opened up like really old memories because like I don't know how old you are, but like I'm, I'm a bit of an older Sam and I. Are, they're not old, but like don't call me old, Jim. How dare you? We're we're a bit older. We're like what, 44, 45? How old are we, Sam? No, uh, sixty nine. Sixty nine, yeah. But no, I remember back nice. in the day, like before things, like so many things just wouldn't get translated. So there would be all these like fan subgroups, and that was like a thing. They were like competing to get their their sub out first, and 
now we're in a world where Crunchyroll or Funimation or whoever pretty much just does everything. So these groups have folded. There's, I, I think there's very few fan subbing groups that still exist. Cause I, I remember this, like specifically for attack on Titan. Um, one of Sam and I recently, we've been going through attack on Titan and mm-hmm. in the OVAs, uh, they, they are clearly fan subbed. Um, and it's just interesting to me how like that fan, like real niche fan culture, which kind of is what's, happening with manga i mean we have like so many different fan teams that translate so much like huge manga like jojo um like chainsaw man like all this stuff we've changed mm-hmm. that whole thing's changed a bit with like jump plus but um it's i think it's really interesting how that has kind of gone away and now we just if you ever i mean i'm not adv- not advocating this but if you were to like search torrents for popular anime series <laughs> you're going to get like the Crunchyroll or the netflix subtitles they just like rip them. They just like, kind of rip the, the exactly. Like, the, yeah, I think, like, not like, saying Super I do Sen- that. Like, like Super Sentai and Common Rider all have like still have fan, you know, fans like that. There's they don't bring it over translated and like, but like the subs are like very animated. Like the, the subtitles are like a character themselves in like that stuff, which is really cool. But like, yeah, they used to do that a lot for OPs on animes. They'd always have yes. There's like someone did a I forget who did it. There's some anime YouTuber. That I mean, did they a also have like the the sing along karaoke's to them too. Mm-hmm. In the in the stuff, but yeah, it's always like fascinating. Like yeah, nowadays, if it's not like Sentai from like Japan, it's it, it's usually just a straight up rip. Like we don't we don't we're out of the age of uh, like Kikaku meets Plan. And like all those like <laughs> little like footnotes they would have, like yeah, I, yeah, I I enjoy fan subs. I think like when when they're done right, they're much more enjoyable. Yeah, than any official subs. Completely agree. Because <laughs> what you're saying, like, so the people that are doing, I mean, we're speculating, but the people that are probably doing these like bigger, um. Uh, like for for these companies like Crunchyroll Netflix and some of this I have actually heard it's a lot of people who are maybe not native English speakers um it's people who are being paid very little most of the time they're outsourced so they're not even so these companies even though they're American companies they're outsourcing them so they can pay people a a lower wage Mm -hmm. and they are generally might not be more familiar with the material whereas if you are the most diehard jojo fan you're going to be able to like understand way more into what the characters mean what araki's style is even because araki has like a very particular style Mm -hmm. with how he he absolutely does narrations or i mean i've translated like pretty much the entire batch that's coming out of the anime i've translated all of that in the manga so far Mm -hmm. um and like i i just i'm thinking maybe and i would never advocate for anybody to look for torrents ever <laughs> i might consider doing something related to something that has to do with something about online torrents which i would never consider um <laughs> and i would never recommend so definitely don't never. do not type like a cat meowing in japanese dot si into your browser <laughs> because you will never find anything related to me and stone ocean in a few weeks that would never happen. So don't do that. You heard yeah. it here. You have to. We have to explain exactly what not to do, just so that we can so ensure you know that they, they do not do. Yeah. So they, <laughs> even by accident, they don't type the, the words. We all know when you tell people not to do something, they never do it. No, exactly. That's true. It's full just proof. It's full proof. Eliminated the possibility right there. So I'm glad we got that covered. Yeah. Good. Also, I'm one thing I really good. like about fan subs that I really miss is when they would color the subtitles depending on which character was talking. 
I don't know, like, oh, yeah, that used to be a big thing. Um, and it just it helps me like understand it so much better. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I really I, it's that. kind of a lot. <laughs> it's like, yeah, when they have like the there's multiple characters talking at the same time, they'll have like a subtitle on the top and the bottom. Where and the bottom, like, what the f- yeah. yeah, and it's like, like, what the fuck's going on? The yeah, second that I see exactly. that, my brain immediately shuts off because I just cannot process both. So I will process <laughs> neither. And it's like every time it happens, I'm like looking up and down, up and down, and I just get nothing. I have to like rewatch the scene. Yeah, if the, but if they're colored, it's so much easier to tell. It's so much easier to follow mm-hmm. like which person is saying what. Um, I want. I, I need to hear the inner monologue and ignore the person trying to talk over them while they're monologuing in their minds. <laughs> yeah, I There's just so I miss few. Like I miss like there... sign translations and like. All of that. Like, mm-hmm. They would translate text on screen like in a really clever way, Cer- too. Certain translators still do that, I think. It, it just depends. Like... The best ones are four kids. Like, if, you, if you've ever <laughs> seen like any of the four kids, <laughs> oh uh, my God. Dubs, the way that they translate signs oh, yeah. is like, they literally just like erase, <laughs> they just erase the text and background, and they just like get the like fill bucket tool and then fill it in with like the closest color and then they just write in english like like toy shop or candy shop when it's like there's nothing it has nothing so to do good with that. i love it i i used to because like i grew up on like a lot of like four kids dubbing especially like pokemon um oh yeah and, oh, stuff. Yeah. and, and i went back and i watched the japanese pokemon i watched what 200 episodes or so like starting with episode one um and i remember being like this is insanely different tone than what I remember. <laughs> like the jokes are still there, but the four kids dub would make them so stupid. <laughs> like, the jelly donuts. Yeah, it, but it was like it just like blew things way out of proportion. Like it would make like dialogue between like Ash and Team Rocket just absolutely ridiculous. When in the Japanese, it was like kind of normal. It would just become like such a joke, and I love it. Like. I mean, I will defend to the death the Minnesota Vikings joke from the movie. I think I, that is oh like, my god, I love it so much. It's very fucking funny. One I, of the best jokes ever. That movie was dubbed so well. I don't care what anybody says. Like, the, I watched the I Japanese will. one and I was kind of bored. Like, because <laughs> Ash was even just like, "This way, we'll get there very quickly," or whatever. Or no, the they were like, "We can get you to the island fast." In the Japanese dub, and I was like, "Oh, okay." But then I watched the English, <laughs> and they're like doing Viking accents, it's like so stupid. <laughs> And I'm just like, they're Minnesota. Like, what is that? <laughs> the, the, the Brock line where he goes, Oh, she can violate my rights anytime. I'm just like, yeah, I <laughs> yes. love you, Brock. That one is so funny. I think the, I don't know how it was done. Like, I know there's a lot of like verbal, uh, or what do they call like oral histories of like the the stories from when they were dubbing it. And like, one one of my favorites is that the voice actor wasn't there for Charmander. So like the voice director had to do the voice for Charmander, not knowing that Charmander was like a very extremely reoccurring character for the first bit of the season. So every time Charmander talks, it's the worst. It's like, Charmander! It's like the most grating, terrible voice. It's so funny. It's so good. I love it. I love the fork and stuff. And also they changed the music for the English one. Um, I don't know if people like are familiar but when like in the in the pokemon movie um in the scene where all of the pokemon are fighting their clones um and like if you remember there was like some sort of like um soft rock playing or whatever um, i don't even remember honestly i, I slightly remember that yeah i have a vhs behind like a... me on my bookshelf i can pop it in and go to that part <laughs> if you want me to <laughs> it was like a vocal i don't know what it was it was like it was an actual song but with like vocals. yeah it is it an like actual like rock. 
yeah. pops. Yeah. In the Japanese, it's just like sad anime orchestral music. Like I don't know why. I don't know why they they completely, but it totally changes the vibe of the scene. Like in the English one, it, it makes the scene feel so like weird and like different. I, like it makes it stand out. But in the Japanese, it's like oh, it's just any other scene. Like it's really weird. I, I don't. know That's why. really funny. And that, another that reminds me so much of like. Uh, I was so into Dragon Ball Z when I was a little kid, mm -hmm. and I had a few of the movies, or like I would rent them from Blockbuster, because, oh my god, Blockbuster, that was a thing. <laughs> and yeah. they would, I remember the first time it happened, I think it was, because I owned the, the Lord Slug VHS. Hell yeah. Um, And there's a part where Stupefy by Disturbed plays, <laughs> when Goku, <laughs> Goku goes like Super Saiyan, but not That's really, because this was before <laughs> Frieza. Um, before the Frieza arc, but he goes like almost Super he Saiyan. He goes like Primal Super Saiyan. I think. Yeah, like, and they the... play fucking Stupefied by Disturbed. That's amazing. And I, as a child who was obsessed with Disturbed at the time, it was like, it was like you... the planets were freaking aligning. You're, you're, you, you're watching you an AMV, up... but it's real. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah think, really. You, you stumbled onto a like a real AMV. That's amazing. <laughs> that and there was like. There were maybe like five songs in the cooler one. The cool I watched the cooler Cooler's Revenge like maybe a million times as a kid because I own that one too. And yeah, they seriously had like probably two That's disturbed a... songs. Um, I'm sure like all of the everyone's favorite new metal tracks is, that are just gross and sludgy. Right. Shut up! I love it. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's I think that's so hilarious that they were like, all right. These kids love Dragon Ball Z, so we need to make sure that we change it in some way. <laughs> like, why? Why do they feel so insecure that they needed to add all this music? Like, clearly, kids already loved it. Yeah. Um, watching, I watched like a lot of like Yu Gi Oh GX, whatever, like on TV, and like the dub is so funny because like they they do some weird like like you know, pop culture references, but, but like, the weirdest case is, like, just at a certain point, like, mo certain monsters could talk to their duelists, essentially, and the one guy has, has a mammoth that talked to him, but for some reason, his voice was just Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> like, a really bad, like, Schwarzenegger, like, impression, but, like, really over the top. That's awesome. That's great. <laughs> you can find the clip on YouTube, but it's fucking amazing. You get Jack's, like, dub, it's a fucking treasure. <laughs> Like, like it's. I think it's like more charming and like ridiculous than like the original Yu-Gi-Oh dub. That's so funny. It's it's really interesting. Um, there's this one channel on YouTube that I really enjoy. I want to find the name of it because I like them so much. They, what, they mostly the... talk about anime dubbing. Um, and they do. I think it's like an Australian dude and like a not Australian dude. I'm trying to find. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, wow, very descriptive. <laughs> yes, <it's> very descriptive. <laughs> I'm gonna type in one Australian, Australian one not Australian not podcast. Australian. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm so mad that I can't remember. I'm trying to think of what they did a video on I've, lately. I'm gonna try and find it, but like they do uh, some really cool videos that go specifically just into the history of dubbing, hmm. and uh, it's neat because like they've talked about like modern controversies, like the Dragon Maid prison school stuff, and uh, it, oh it's yeah, just those cool. are it's really cool to see. Like because they they know people like in the industry, so they get a lot of like actual kind of boots on the ground insight and it's such a small it's one of those things that's like the smallest game in town like there's so so many people just work on like every show oh yeah every they have their uh yeah like they, usually they kind of recycle the, the same people through yeah the, of these shows. especially yes definitely <laughs> like that's what i was about to say that like they kind of just stick them all together they reuse a lot of people that's the reason why people some care people are notable like voice actors for like shonen like Steve Bloom and like, uh, who's a, the voice of Vegeta? Uh, Chris, 
uh, Chris Savitt, I think. Chris Savitt, yeah. Yeah, he like just and like you know, basically all the Dragon Ball Z care like voice actors are like very notable in the industry, and like, a lot of the same shows like they'll do like My Hero, like you know. Yeah, it's like we we just it, kind of need another male character. Just take that yeah. guy who did all the other. Oh, things. you're like, oh, you're Vegeta. You'll be great for All Might. There we go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, I found it. It's called the Cartoon Cipher. Okay, the Cartoon there you Cipher. Go. Highly recommend. They do uh they do pretty cool. I think this is our channel. If it's not, you then. can comment that you're, they're your favorite Australian and, and one not Australian. I think guys. one's Australian. I might be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope they don't hear. Not even Australian. <laughs> Uh, yeah, pretty, pretty he puts neat. on he puts on a four kid dub Australian accent that's like terrible and like probably offensive <laughs> to Australia. <laughs> like I know Yu Gi Oh GX has a character that's also like supposed to be Australian. <laughs> pretty sure he called like Dundee or two because of course the fucking character that had like an alligator just on his back in Yu Gi Oh GX because he's supposed to be Australian. <laughs> very offensive because he's very sense. very stereotypical Australian. <laughs> Um, I wanted to bring the conversation back to Netflix again because <laughs> there was a funny little Netflix drop recently, a little show called Cowboy Bebop. Oh, I thought we were going to talk about Squid Game. <laughs> oh, no. It's not anime. It's anime enough. <laughs> That's not freaking anime, Sam. Why, why would we talk about not anime on this channel? Are you talking about live action anime, which is also not anime? Um, but no, so Cowboy Bebop. There's a new Cowboy Bebop. Did you, either of you, check any of this out? I know I showed Sam a bit. Only what you forced upon my eyes and what I've seen on Twitter. Um, I saw the scene where they talked about a bidet. Oh, um, God. Wait, with then... the laugh track or without the laugh track? I saw both. <laughs> okay. That scene is actually. That scene's incredible because they literally write it to be like a Seinfeld bit. Like, <laughs> there's a part, part where Faye, like runs in like elaine like they're no, exactly. like she's running like, into she, the coffee shop she runs in like a sitcom character like taking her seat and stuff and like guys i have something crazy like so like i saw the ed scene and i died from it like, in the inside a little bit <laughs> the fisheye lens is hilarious i yeah it's like, it's like it's like a spy kids or like shark boy and lava girl scene where it's just like this is like you need to like pull away. Also, the pacing was like really wrong. Like every time it would cut back to like to Spike, and he's just like he talks so slow, and like there's a long pause where like nothing's going on, and we're just like this is so awkward. Like what's happening? They're, they're, they're have all this awkwardness as like stylistic choices. Yeah, I watched the first four episodes, and I kind of I think I should just not watch anymore because it's not very good. Uh, I actually just rewatched the whole original series and the movie. And oh, damn, that's a classic. Yeah, it's incredible. I watched it because, like, I'm sure, like, a lot of people, I watched it uh, or I caught it on Adult Swim as a kid at, like, mm. 12, 12 a.m. They would show it. If we had and to. <laughs> we actually had a few of the DVDs. Um, so I, I I had seen, like, the whole series as a kid, but it had been maybe, like, geez, over a decade and a half since I'd seen it. So I just rewatched all of it before the new uh, season, before this new Netflix live action thing dropped. And yeah, it's really freaking good. <laughs> the Netflix one is not. It's it's Jim, a very sad, like pale imitation. It, it can't. No, these like live action animes can't be the Attack on Titan live action movie. I'm sorry. <laughs> we did. <laughs> <laughs> Sam and I did just recently watch that. It was pretty fucking wild, actually. <laughs> I know. I. It can't be. Like, go ahead. Sorry. Personally, I I don't really get like the need for all these like live action reboots of things. Like, yeah. I don't yeah. know why things just can't like be the way that they were and we can't we can enjoy the okay media with that. yeah like i especially could not stand the lion king 
I don't I don't know why. I never even bothered. I, could, I wouldn't even try watching it. it I haven't watched any I, I never watched any live action Disney movies. I'm really big behind on like actual like, Me neither. Disney I, movies. I haven't watched any like Disney movies. I never watched any of them, but just the fact that it was made it was so confusing to me. And like it got really bad reviews. Um and I, I remember just being like, I loved the original Lion King, like as a kid. Like I loved that movie. Mm-hmm. I think it, everyone did. Um Yeah. And like what is the need? Like who watched the lion king with all of its like pretty colors and like expressions on these animals and then was like okay but what if it was a real lion but cg <laughs> like I, Did, it's not even like, uh, live action it's just animated but it looks realistic like it's, it's so pointless i saw I, I will never watch that movie because i yeah. i just like i like the original too much but i saw a side-by-side of the, the hakuna matata scene where they're like walking on the log and stuff. aged up yeah and what is yeah that? like what's going they, on it's literally like there's no character to the animals like there are just three animals walking on a, in a straight line it's on like a log. walk cycle yeah they just have like a it's literally yeah i i no have color the same... too it's like boring <laughs> Ugh. I had the same mindset, like just seeing everything, because Mulan's like one of my favorite like Disney movies, and just like everything about like, okay, there's gonna be no songs, there's like no dragon, no cricket. What's the point anymore? Like you're taking out everything that made it a fun Disney movie. We have a new OC villain in it. I'm not sure if this Mul- Mulan still. I'm not sure if Mulan still has like the mo- the highest body count still in that live action movie. But I think there's like a witch in the new one. I don't know. Yeah, there's like I... a weird like phoenix witch, and like they don't even have like like I'm not sure if the Genghis Khan like equivalent guys in there or not. But I was just I personally offended. Yeah, uh, like I said, I, when I, I saw I, the, the the what's it called Beauty and the Beast. I was personally offended because that's like my favorite Disney movie. I think that movie's probably like flawless like i i don't think you could do anything to improve it so just the idea of making it like i don't know what two and a half hours long and just adding all these bullshit subplots and making it just look ugly as sin <laughs> like, the why? Creep- and seeing like the the, the character the, the weird like uh like living like decoration furniture yeah which yeah they all look really and, bad i didn't yeah, like the design aesthetic. like i said i think if they used the live action cowboy bebop to tell original stories like in a in a universe and not just like you know yes like reason so, the same thing. It's yeah. like it's like what I thought about like you know Mass Effect. If you want to make a Mass Effect live action show, you can, there's so many stories you can tell in this universe yeah. that you can like that can work. You don't just don't retell the games because you can't do that scale. <laughs> Something I've been thinking about a lot, in particular with Cowboy Bebop. So I don't know if you're aware. If you've never seen the series, the intro is like super iconic, and behind the <laughs> characters, the character animation of the intro, there's a lot of like English text. And at first, it's really jumbled, but near the end, you can actually read it. And basically, it just kind of describes, like, a little bit of background of the story, but it also describes the genre of the show. And the last words are Cowboy Bebop. It's saying the name of this new genre is Cowboy Bebop. And I think that, like, they totally missed the mark by just remaking, because they just remake episodes of the show. Like, they just take, like, the plot from the first episode is basically the plot of the first episode of the anime. Like, it's the whole thing with the red-eye drug and the one guy... um, like whatever kidnaps the girl but she actually like wants to be with him whatever like <laughs> if they just would actually take the spirit of the original and had done something different with it like i think there's so much that you can do with this genre of cowboy bebop it's got this like science fiction space noir but there's also like a heavy western influence being it's a bounty hunter its own thing like bounty hunters is a story that can literally be like anything and anywhere yeah. yeah, like you can have and any sort of, and like yeah. you see Faye for like one minute. I would pog if like if they made a good story and Faye shows up for like a minute. I would be like, that's incredible. That's so cool. I love this idea of like 
just doing fun stuff with the genre. But no, we have to like make Spike. The guy who plays Spike is like 50, which is just kind of funny because Spike <laughs> is supposed to be like a young guy. He's like, I think he might be older than Jet, which the whole like dynamic is that Jet is kind of supposed to be like the dad of the bebop. But now they just made Jet like they're kind of like dad. similar. Yeah, <laughs> but Jet looks like honestly looks the best out of them all. He actually is the best you, one. I saw the line that was like, um, <laughs> "Oh my black god, male!" And she goes, "Yes, because you are black and you are male." It's like literally a line yeah. like an edgy kid would make. In, in the... <laughs> like it's, it's not even funny. Like I, I actually I have to say I did laugh at it because it was so terrible. Like, did she did she call me a, like a tall glass of chocolate milk too? She <laughs> does. She calls she calls him a tall glass. Isn't of chocolate that the most milk. like it's tired like... line that everybody was saying? Like don't say anymore because it's so dumb. Like, nobody says that. Like, it's so awkward. You wouldn't call, like, a, a white guy a tall glass of milk? Whole milk. Whole, a tall glass of, like... Look at this tar, tall bar milk. of white chocolate. <laughs> tall bar of butter. <laughs> like... That would be me. Oh, I'm, the tall, I'm the tall I, bar of butter. Hey, if a woman called me a tall stick of butter, man, I'd be like, hey. That's <laughs> hold on. Okay, okay, hold on. The color, How you doing? The color. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying uh, I'm as pale it's... as butter? Like... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I I didn't want to like, I just wanted to kind of rant about Cowboy Bebop because uh, it was not good, and I'm sad that like there's a million articles that are like, we fixed the original show. Like, oh, there was there were problems that we fixed. <laughs> it's just like it's like nobody asked <sighs> you to fix anything. Like, it's... they were no one complained about these problems. Exactly. In fact, it's one of the most beloved series of the '90s, let alone just period. Like one of the most beloved anime series. Like yeah. you know, I remember there was I... a whole thing with phase actors too, where like people were like calling out something about something or other no, the, the, wardrobe it was the people or something. Complain, yeah, people complained like, oh, why is she not showing like 90% skin that yeah, I can know? Yeah, fans that, were oh, complaining only... or something. <laughs> I was like, I remember, that's like a release problem. Yeah, it's not that big a deal. But I remember like instead of handling it normally, she was like, you guys suck. <laughs> she was just like really weird. <laughs> you, like, guys, you guys are just fat it's nerds. Like you're you coming into this fandom that has like beloved this show for so long. Um, and you are like sort of a newcomer to this area and like yeah sure it's whatever the comments about the wardrobe are stupid and they're like whatever your wardrobe doesn't need to be that but like there's no need to like insult people i guess like it's just kind of like a weird situation he's gonna ignore like the the horny fans that just care about the sex appeal of a character they can can find someone's only fans that cosplay like Faye or something and be satisfied from that it's just like I hate that my mind goes this way, and I think I'm just becoming so cynical. But the entire creation of this, of the the reboot, and like the reaction to the actors and everything, it it almost feels planned. Like, yeah, it's almost like they know that they will get. Yeah, they're gonna get attention. They will get discussion. They'll get traffic, and then when they have people blowing up online, having the actress like fire back is only going to make more traffic and then like i think, I think it was two days ago with, i looked like, and i saw that it was number one <laughs> the new I, cowboy I feel like, was number one on netflix so like the, the and they're like oh well guys it's number one everyone that. loves it like we gotta make more <laughs> the whole i think the whole ed scene like kind of just rocketed it up though like more than anything yeah just that's be, like i think the last scene i didn't make it that far but i think that's like the very last scene of the show like the whole like cringy came out of that but yeah, the, yeah the so now it's gonna get a season two like the ed scene felt like i was watching like a tiktok like I, <laughs> people, 
It really like yeah. I, like, did I, I, don't I, did even I put on like a I episode? felt like I was watching TikTok. I was like, is this what TikTok <laughs> is? Is this like... is it the deleted Spy Kids scene? Like, what am I looking at? I, I don't understand. Like, it was to me, it felt really weird too. Because like, I, I don't know. Just like because none of the characters were like one for one. Where Ed is just like like a more like like one for one, but like pep. Like they just did a line of sugar and like <laughs> <laughs> with a little bit of angel dust <laughs> mixed in. Yeah. And it's just, it's just like wild. You can't like, the whole copy those like anime-ish motions, like yes. It is, it is very like yeah. It is very like anime like movement of just like mantic, and like it doesn't. Okay, I made it. It looked like they like made him like look, look up Tiny Tina from Borderlands, and this like okay, we want you to act like this, and it's like you think about it, and you look up Tiny Tina and Borderlands, like it just feels like that's what they're doing. It's so <laughs> weird. It's like tell anybody like try running. Like try running around a corner into an alleyway like a Ghibli character being chased. Like no, <laughs> nobody can do that. Like you can't run that light-footed softly and like make those beautiful turns while like skidding. Like you can't mm-hmm. do like humans just don't move like that. But it's like it's an interesting and like flowy way to watch movement. Um, but if you tried to like replicate a Ghibli movie in live action, like oh you're not going to do it well because the movement is so soft and light because it's animated. Like I, yeah. That is like such a great example of this because the character animation in Cowboy Bebop is incredible. And like Ed's scenes are a delight to watch because she's always moving in such creative and shocking ways. Like the way Mm -hmm. she kind of floats around, it's so ethereal. And yeah, it's just a delight. And then you have, unfortunately, you just can't really do that in live action. You can't can't get that in person. You can't get the shot of of, uh, Ayn hiccuping away like around (laughs) the scene. With the mushroom. Yeah, there's no way like that's, they could do that in live action. I don't think they can. I don't I hope think they the didn't try to do The closest we'll that. ever get is the Scott Pilgrim movie, and I think yeah. that was like very smart. I still done think the about the scene where he jumps choose. out the window. Like I still think about that. Like it's so good. <laughs> they even did a it's Seinfeld incredible, Seinf- like, a, like a Seinfeld like bit in that movie too, where it plays yeah. like the actual Seinfeld like jingle. Uh huh. <laughs> but like, yeah. But yeah, live action anime bad. <laughs> True. The Attack on Titan movie. <laughs> I think, I think there's only been one. There's only been one good, and it's not even anime. The only good like uh, manga to movie adaptation I can think of was Old Boy. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, Old Boy just feels like it's like a league of its own of just like it's not like anime. Like, it's not like when I think of anime, just like or manga, it's not like that had to be that abstract like show. Like, it's stuff's based off like shonen or like action or just like. I know there's a lot of live action like like Death Note, which I guess you can work as a drama. I'm really like, liking the Kishibi Rohan TV show. I no, I haven't seen any of those yet. Actually, really, I've heard they're pretty good though. You should. I yes. want to see it's good. the. I really want to see the new one with they actually do. Uh, cheap I trip, really want to so. watch the run. I. I... I can't wait for the run. That's gonna be so much like, fun. This, the, the cheap trick stuff, like, I'm like, so, like, are we supposed to go, go, go into this knowing Koichi and like the the alleyway? I'm like, how are they going to like just just have like, oh, here's the alleyway, by the way, for people who are coming into this for the first time. Yeah, they're just gonna have to show it in a way that like, I guess, shows it to fans, but I was also like, like leaves it ambiguous a little bit. Can know. we get the? Can we get like the dice game in like live action? <laughs> like, I'm really curious. I I've because uh, I really have been, I mean, I haven't enjoyed the, the what is it, OVA, the Rohan OVA that much. Like, I liked certain yeah. episodes. I liked the run. I liked, um, I, I sort of liked, like, Mutsukabe Hill and stuff. Um, oh, wait, is that what it's called? 
I don't even yeah, remember. Yeah, Matsugabe Hill. Yeah, I, I liked those. I like, I, I like I, that one. I just, um, I, I've enjoyed the live action a lot. I, I really like Rohan's actor. I think he's he's he really fits the role. Um, I think we should try to check him out sometime. Yeah, you've sold me on it. I think Sam and I were kind of planning on just maybe sitting down and watching a bunch of them. Yeah, you should. Like you should I think you should do podcast. it like, um, I mean, you can do like the ones that have already come out, but obviously yeah, there's like there's a like bunch more. They're in batches of three, I think, so it's kind of perfect for like talking about in context. Like, we did like a couple of the the Rohan manga, but it'd be mm-hmm. fun to see in live action of him eating corn. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, they're coming out corn next, the long uh, way. next month, I think, with everything else. Like, it's insane. It's like a, it's like a freaking embarrassment of riches. Of I know. We, I'm, so, I'm surprised. Are you excited? Which one shot are you more excited for? The the Josuke whole horse one or the the Jolene one? I'm more excited for Jolene because. I, I'm excited for Josuke and Whole Horse, but that's going to have time to sit because there's going to be more than one chapter, I think. Um, I hope whereas... so. Or these are probably a limited series. Yeah, because they didn't say one shot. They said spinoff. So it'll at least be a few, hmm. maybe two, I'm, three chapters. I'm so interested in that. that like, I, I I love both of those characters. So I, I'm like super like intrigued. Yeah. I'm like, how is this possible? <laughs> I'm like, what is the story here? I want to know. <laughs> yeah, same. And But in the short term, I'm definitely... I'm, I'm really interested in um in the Jolene one because I think what it is, and this is just my prediction, I think that they're adding a stand fight into the middle of her prison time because there was a uh, there I, was I, a bunch I can see that prison time that went sort of unused where we just skipped a few weeks here and there. Um, yeah, I think what this one shot is is we're adding a stand user. It seems to be like some sort of art based stand, um, and they're they're adding what? like a stand user in the middle, sort of like a jailhouse lock type of. Just like in the yeah, prison, there's that there's that one illustration for it, and it's like someone, like either the person or the stand, like kind of behind her, like very ghost like the glinting glasses correctly. or whatever. It looks like some yeah. sort of artist prisoner that might be like a stand but, user. Yeah, you gotta you gotta remember in in part six, it could be the stand or the user because they're both like look that monster looking. <laughs> oh right, 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 right. Yeah, I yeah, it's it was really weird. The description was weird, and it's a one shot, so it has to like start and resolve in the same chapter. Um, yeah, and so it it makes me think like it's just gonna be a short like different art style. Jolene at Green Dolphin Street like has a stand fight, um, and I think it'll just be short and sweet. And that's that's what I really love. I just I love getting like just more JoJo content like that's official. Yeah, um, I love their branching canon. out. Yeah, yeah, I, I love it. This world is so vast, and like there's so many stories to be told. That I'm glad like Araki is like at least starting to have more like you know spinoffs or like let people other write some stories that aren't like light novels. Yeah, it's I great. really think I that I, I really think that Purple Haze feedback is is pretty strong as a story, and I I've never read it. Like notoriously dislike light novels <laughs> as a format. and like there's a reason why that they, they used like Purple Haze feedback in like the video games. Like they had to like. There's a also a battle. I think Fugo's story is is like 100 percent just Purple Haze feedback for oh, that's the most, or, like, or at least a part of it. Like they, they and like even his move sets like a lot from feedback. Even, like, design because as it well, tells you more about him, you know. So like I guess there's more room to work with his characters. That's right. Like what we've Every, been given in canon. Everybody wanted it animated for a reason. Yeah, like, I, him. He he gets a lot more, and like the the supporting cast is really cool. Like, uh, I forget the the names of the characters, but there's one dude whose stand is just like a bunch of playing cards and it's just like super useless because it's just like what can you do with like a playing card that like walks around before but, part eight <laughs> yeah before part eight <laughs> um 
But it's it's really interesting how it's one of those like things where it's one of my favorite ways that a stand is used. There's a couple times in in that light novel where a very like weird stand idea is used to its fullest, and like to me that's like peak that's JoJo. JoJo. Like yeah. I love when. We see Jolene turn her body into a Mobius strip or like someone doing something that's like so crazy and wacky that is in line with their power set is really fun. Yeah, I love it when Stan's really versatile. Um, so I especially love I'm I'm rewatching part four right now and I really like Koichi, his stand evolution. Um, I, yeah. a, I, I, I love X stands so much. I don't remember liking it that much, but I'm I'm watching it and I'm like Every time that it evolves, like it's so cool. I forgot all of this like sound effect stuff and like sentence reverberation and then like all this stuff that he could do before he got like three freeze. I, I was just I remember his stand just being oh weighing things out. Um and then I went back and watched it. And I'm like, oh wait, he has like entire arcs where he does other stuff. <laughs> he literally made like a landmark of like the, the rocks that bounce you back one. up. Yeah, yeah boy. This is cool. It, it's so cool. I'm I really like it. I'm... It's it's a really way to do like like a like a like something that you can like draw like he draws like little words like into his manga and just like able to use that like there's a lot of part four where like he's had a lot of fun drawing these stands especially like the kind of like blend the the mix of like of like manga and like was happening the story to like mix but, like with like, Sandman you know what to say? in part seven yeah yes exactly like that kind of like, oh, Sandman so his cool. stand ability is just like the sound effects it's so weird like yeah, you would watch the sound effects show up on the page and then become like 3d blocks and it was like whoa what it's a really world? cool meta like way to do that is i love that shit i, I thought can't it was wait done to really well with koichi too like yeah. the way that the 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 sound effects are drawn they always like they're the way they're illustrated always looked really cool too mm-hmm. i love when they put sound effects in the anime like even just like the Do 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 do, like go 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 go. Like I love it when Uh they put that in the anime. Like why people love menacing when you see the menacing like (laughs) coming to your screen. Even more so than that, I love it when they put just like weirder sound effects. Like I remember there was a, I think it was the surface fight because I watched it yesterday. Um, But it was like Josuke was like running or something, and there was a train. And I remember like they put like the kong 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 like noise of the train. Like they just put like that in orange sound effects like all across the screen, and I was like. This is cool. I want them to do this more. Like, like I love that aspect in Scott Pilgrim as well. Of yes. like when he did I was that. thinking of that too. Like when he plays the bass, you can see like <laughs> the sound effects. It's like a yeah. bunch of D's, yeah. It's super Come cool. Come on. We need freaking, what's his name? Uh, Edgar Wright, do a JoJo movie because the current live action JoJo movie is not very good. <laughs> <laughs> the part one that we will never get any more parts to. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a weird movie. Yeah, I didn't like that one. <laughs> but, uh, so, so for part six, though, anime, like, what are you looking forward to be animated and what not looking forward to? We, we talked about this when we did, like, I think our part, we just, like, before part five, we kind of talked about this of, like, stuff we were looking forward to see animated and then stuff we probably weren't or, like, stuff that probably benefit better. Yeah, things that we think animated. might not, things that we think might be, like, done better in an animation and, like, things that maybe <laughs> might suffer because they be more difficult. For example, like, part five, we, we, like, I think B.I.G. benefited from being animated, like, so much and like white album did not animate nearly as well as we thought it was going to mm. i i agree with you on white album i think um i think marilyn manson is gonna get a huge like uh glow up i guess in the anime mm-hmm. yeah because i think that was such favorites. a such a heavy movement arc i really hope we see more running I, I hope we don't just get like still frames with a lot of speed lines that try to show that they're running 
um, and some of the uh the like the close the close call moments can probably be come out better animated yeah definitely and i think it's going to be another example of like the dio seconds um when the with when they're like doing the whole 10 9 8 to throw the ball yeah um because that came up when when i was rereading it and like ff and jolene are having a full conversation in the elevator and then Marishan is just occasionally like two seconds and then they like say <laughs> jolene and ff like yell like six more lines toward each other and then she's like <laughs> one second it's like okay come on like this is just another like the world type thing so i think that'll be funny to see animated uh with how they try to pace yeah. that but it's only one episode that's what's really using me yeah so the uh-huh. entire Marilyn Manson arc is one episode. Um, it begins and ends within one episode. Um, and that's how I think I can pull up the episode list here because the first 12 episodes, we know how long they're going to be. Um, or we know at least what arcs they're going to cover. So we can kind of think about pacing, I guess. I hope they I hope they uh, shorten down Jumping Jack Flash because I... <laughs> That one like felt like an attorney reading it, so Yeah, that seems to be split yeah, into two parts. Um but the the fight itself was only part of the arc. We also had like the whole courtyard bit in that arc. Yeah. Um so I mean they also can have, have some fights go into the at least the beginning of like the next episode and just like end there and like I could see them doing that as well. Yeah, it looks like they'll be um pretty much sticking to I mean, it's it's weird. Like certain arcs that I feel like were the same length as some of these part six yeah. arcs in the part five anime were definitely spread into two, uh, and especially part three. A lot of those arcs that were definitely only one, uh, like one episode worthy if they paced oh, yeah. it quicker, well, were spread into two. Rereading it, arcs. like we we could tell which which like fights were just like they just had one episode because like <laughs> Rocky just got went through it like pretty quickly compared to other ones. Yeah, but they were really padding some of those fights in part three. I mean, when oh, I rewatched yeah. part three, like the Oingo Boingo fight, like that seemed only when, be one episode. It's only one episode, but that when he's in the car and he's like they're oh. about to find him out, um, there's like an entire like thirty or so, maybe more second bit, or not bit, where it's just like the music is intense and it's just switching back <laughs> between the same shots of I their think... faces over and over again. I think Jim's like, response to reading it was like very similar. We're like, yeah, it, it just felt like it was going too long. It's like, yeah, we because we we do a like we also do like a part three podcast like concurrently. We we get those episodes out when they get out, but that mm-hmm. was the most recent one we did, and that was my biggest complaint. Honestly, was the scene where um, Boingo is in the in the car. It just feels like it goes on too long. Like it's a joke that could have been cut short. So damn, I forgot that it was even more <laughs> padded out in the anime. It's super padded out in the anime. Like, the, the anime takes forever. I think once, like, Oingo Jotaro climbs out of the car, there's that, like, there's just a gap where he's about to be found out. And it's, it does a similar it, thing in part three where it'll switch back between the same exact, like, two or three shots over and over and over again for, like, 45 seconds with just intense <laughs> music on it. So, like, may, and it'll be, like, zooming in slightly to, like, make you feel intense, but it just yeah. ends up being, like, this is really slow. <laughs> like, and then the manga, he just like gets out of the car and just gets away very quickly, like very suddenly. <laughs> no, exactly. But it's like, well, we need to fill the twenty minutes. <laughs> like, like add like six more add shots more, that just take forever. Add more tension to the cigarette trick. Yeah, exactly. So, but, but, sorry. Um, it looks like the first episode will be Stone Ocean. So probably okay. the first three Whoa, chapters the whole, or so. The whole part. The whole Damn. part. Yeah, the whole part. Um, <laughs> twenty minutes. 
then the second one will be um, Prisoner Effie, whatever, Jolene Cujo. So that'll probably be, oh, it looks like the second episode will probably start with her getting the haircut and end with the entirety of the quest fight. It looks like. Okay. Because hmm. episode three well, is immediately the visitor part one. It's so weird to think that the whole the whole quest fight is going to be there. It's just, I mean, it's been a while since I've uh, read all of part six, but it's like so funny to think that. Yeah, they're going to, I guess they're going to do the whole quest fight because there's no episode called Goo Goo Dolls. It looks like they just call the episode hmm. Prisoner God. Jolene Cujo and that's it. So I guess that whole quest it, thing will take place. Is it called Cry Cry Dolls? Oh, what's Goo Goo Dolls? Cry Cry Dolls. Cry Cry Dolls. Yeah. Yeah. Cry right. cry dolls? Oh, Which that isn't horrible. Like it's it's not awful. It's not great. <laughs> it's not great, but it's not like the end of the world. Like it, uh, I hate some cry, of these localizations though. <laughs> it's awful. It's, part six is the worst, I think, with them. Um, like, the visitors split into two parts, it looks like. So we have the visitor part yeah, one they, and the visitor part two. There's a lot um, in between with that arc, so yeah, there's a lot going on in that arc, and I remember it's nine chapters long, um, mm. so it makes sense that it'll take two episodes. Um, yeah. Prisoner of Love will take one episode, um, or there will be one episode called Prisoner of Love, which I assume is going to be maybe Jotaro gets his discount mid episode, episode five, um, and then it ends with it. Maybe we go into Hermes' sticker. Somewhere in that episode, um, Hermes smack. Yeah, Hermes' sticker is episode six, so that whole arc will just be one episode. Um, then there's six of us is episode seven. Yeah, um, the Foo, Foo Fighters, Fighters is episode eight. Then Marilyn Manson, the Debt Collector, is episode nine. So it seems like they're just streamlining a lot of these arcs into one episode, okay. one episode, one episode. I th- I think they're gonna do, like, Highway to Hell's in this season because I've seen like images from that. Yeah, that's um Hermes sticker. So yeah. that'll that'll all be within. There. That'd be quick. <laughs> and then yeah and then savage garden will be episode 10 and 11 uh part one mm. and two so that'll be the whole i guess courtyard phone call with speedwagon foundation meeting weather going to jumping jack flash all that and then episode oh, 12 boy. is torrential downpour warning so i guess that'll just be dio and poochie and like the frogs and then that's where we'll end hmm. but i think the pacing's good though it reminds me of previous parts pacing like i hope i hope I hope this like gets turned me around a little bit more in part six because I'm I'm not a huge part six guy like mm-hmm. I think it has like some I like, think some really awesome fights and some like very bad some of the worst in JoJo. Yeah, it's pretty. It's all over the place, but it's it's a fun part overall. Like I think it be it's just a lot of fun. Like oh, I would see if they can like make Dragon Dream better or like yeah, they might shorten them Rhapsody. to maybe one and a half episodes. Um, like Bohemian Rhapsody, they have to explain snails and stuff. Like, <laughs> I'm I'm excited. I'm interested to see like Sky High have like rods animated. Yeah, I'm excited that for the sound fun. effect of the rods. Like, I just know that David Productions gonna come out with like the all the rod- sound effect. David Productions watch all the History Channel like documentaries about rods and like ready to go. I'm excited like- for the sound design. I I know it's kind of like a minor thing, but like. I'm excited to see how these stands sound. Like even just from that one little bit that we heard of the the FF gun, like the way it sounds, kind of spacey and futuristic. Like pew 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 pew, is like really the cool. FF guns will have like the sticker sound effect. I'm gonna get like the yeah. the, the sticker. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot. We've I already heard, heard the we stone haven't... free sound. It's a kind of a like an airy. There's probably gonna be a really co- cool. cool CD removing sound. 
Yes. Oh my god. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're gonna have. The, I, there's probably gonna be some like you know, uh, like disgusting snail transformation sounds. Anisui's like you know, diving into people like. Oh, like, Doctor Down noise. is gonna be such a satisfying noise. I just know it. Like. Yeah, I want to hear that. I'm predicting it's gonna be like a ploop, like a very like. <laughs> yeah, like bass yeah. heavy ploop. I get you. What movie will Jolene spoil instead of The Sixth Sense? Will it still be The Sixth Sense? <laughs> I really hope it is. I think that's such a good bit. That's, that's a really good chapter. I just love that area. I can't wait for um, Jailhouse Lock. That's going to be cool. That's uh, probably uh, one of my... Behind Yo-Yo Ma, that's probably like my favorite part. <laughs> oh, God. We're going to get Yo-Yo Ma. I'm going to hear Jim not shut about Yo-Yo Ma when we do an episode about can't it. Wait. Well, Yo-Yo Ma will be like... Everyone's going to love it because it's going to come right after the wait, maximum Yo-Yo security Ma- arc, which is probably like the most... Uh, contentious section of it, so everyone's gonna yeah. be happy that we're leaving it with Yo-Yo Ma. I what <laughs> maximum security arc just gets better the more that you that you read it. Like it's kind of a bad reason to like something, but like I've I've read <laughs> I've read it like four or five times now. I might have Stockholm syndrome to it, but I, <laughs> I think you do. I love it. I oh my god, I can't get over it. I it's such a just weird section, and it never ends. But it's like such an onslaught. I love it. It's... What's the name of the dude with the meteorites? I always forget his name. Viviano Westwood. <laughs> there we go. Thank you. I'm trying to look up what Yo-Yo Ma, uh, like the U.S. name for. If I all I got with the trivia fact of Yo-Yo Ma is the only stand that demonstrated the ability to urinate. Thank you, Jojo Wiki. <laughs> there's so much piss in Jojo. What is the deal? Like, the more that I rewatch Jojo, there's so many like piss scenes. I I don't. I'm a little scared. It's literally how when like Abdul comes back, how he beat him is by pissing in his mouth. Pissing on him, yeah. It's it's what the fuck? Like, oh, it's so weird. Am I allowed to swear? Sorry. Is that? Oh, of course. Yeah. Okay. I was. Of course, he fucking can. For sure. I have no idea. I don't even know the protocol. Sorry. Um, (laughs) Yeah. No. I. There's so much like stuff to do with piss. Um, Like just constantly in JoJo. It's really weird. Like. (laughs) Every other episode or so, like I was just rewatching part four, and there's like, I forgot that whole scene where Koichi, like, Yukako locks the bathroom on him, and he like can't get into the bathroom, and he like pisses his pants. I was like, I oh. don't remember that. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a whole scene when she kidnaps him that she like puts a lock on the bathroom that like he needs to know the date that Columbus discovered America, um, <laughs> and like if he doesn't get it, he can't enter the bathroom, and then he ends up like pissing himself because he can't make it. And I was like, what the hell, Rocky? This is like. I think I'm not being subtle at all. <laughs> to like psychoanalyze, I think it might be like the grossest thing a character can do really quickly. Like at any time, a character can be like a uh, what's his face from from part five. Oh my god, I can't remember his name. Giorno? Uh, huh? Giorno drinking his piss? Not Giorno. Um. Oh my god, what's the name of the the white haired guy, the big lesbian guy? <laughs> I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let Jim go and see if he can remember. <laughs> no. Wait, Fugo. Not Fugo. No. Come on, Jim. You can do it. Oh my it. god, my brain's not working. Um, <laughs> I don't even know what you're the, the 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 white-haired guy from Part Five. You know, risotto. Most embarrassing. I I'll, I'll give you a letter, Jim. A. Uh, I knew okay. it began with an A, but I can't remember it. My brain's not working. B. Sam, tell me. B. Tell um, me. Abakio. It's Abakio. Yeah, oh my god, Jesus Christ! <laughs> that was horrible. I'm a fake JoJo fan. I'm gonna get. I'm finally gonna get. Hey, what all are you those, doing? Uh, hosting this podcast. 
Go watch shows. All that hate mail. Yeah, I'm one of those. I, th- I'm I, th- one of those I think once we started talking about, they just like talk- have a whisper. They whisper into my ear all the things I need to say about JoJo. All right. When we started out talking about piss and JoJo, Jim's brain just fried. <laughs> just yeah. okay. What I wanted to say was the scene when Abakio like pisses in the in the the thing for for Giorno. It's like the most quick gross thing that he could do to like so to like make Giorno do something gross. I mean, so maybe that's it or idea. something like it. Just- it's just like constant. It is constant, really funny. It happens all the time, though. Like I even, I can remember like several examples of piss in JoJo. Like more than five. <laughs> like I, I remember even when they what is it when they show up to the Chocolata fight or wherever. Like there's like just two like pedestrians just like pissing like on a wall, and like there's a whole scene <laughs> about it. Like what is the well, that's deal? Just Italy. That's just, that's just Italy. Italy. <laughs> like why? Like it's kind of. <laughs> I, oh my god, it's it's Rocky needs to really like stop. <laughs> I'm in a I'm in a Facebook group. This is really random. Um, I'm in a Facebook group for like it's just like some small like anime fan club. That's a spinoff of another podcast that's not about anime at all. And one of the people in that fucking Facebook group was like, "Hey, I just recently interviewed a Rocky." uh for my website and i was just like what the fuck because there's like maybe a hundred of us in this small little server or um facebook page and i was just like did you ask him about the flashback man because that's the first thing that i would do is ask him and she's like no i didn't i didn't think that and i was was like how do you how does one simply like get in contact with a rocky to interview him like that just feels like impossible it's just like i'm assuming an english-speaking native english-speaking person too he seems like an untouchable like force that just exists outside of our world i mean it baffles me to think like a rocky could just like log on to twitter (laughs) <laughs> it's, yeah, I know. It's or like, like I, go on Discord. <laughs> it's really it's gross so that you could like listen to the show. I feel horrible if you would ever listen to. Yeah, if he's like, I, I wonder what um what English fans think about. Oh God, <laughs> JoJo, and he just searches just like JoJolian in the oh, A spoiler cast for five hours. <laughs> You're like, wow, these guys have no fucking life. <laughs> wow, these guys made a po- made he's a video. Like, well, with, I, I don't with know much thumbnail. English, but they seem to like JoJo. <laughs> Wait, they have a video with a thumbnail that says, we hate Jojolian? Oh, no. <laughs> or, like, uh, I just imagined Araki searching, like, I wonder what people think about the new the new anime that's coming out. And he searches it in, like, English in his free time. And he just sees the Shuckmeister video, like, the hype is dead. And he's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. And he just, like, goes and cries to himself, like, over Jojo Land's agent. <laughs> we're sorry Rocky <laughs> it's uh, like just I just I can't believe that he's like a real person like he just feels like this yeah. concept because we talk about him all the time we're like oh a Rocky this a Rocky that um, but like yeah he's an actual guy <laughs> like he's he, doing yeah, he something saw the, right uh, he saw Aeon's theories and just say I'm gonna shut down all of these <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he listens to all of Aeon's theories specifically to like I, I'm or about to end this man's career. <laughs> He's like, I'm, I'm forced to cut a lot of pages that prove certain theories. <laughs> I love the idea of him just saying, like, I was going to do Jojolian for another year and a half. We're going to get, like, another 20 chapters. Yeah, Mom and but... B said, oh, maybe there's a few more episodes left. And I just kind of, like, cut it here. Like, I imagine he listens to, like, some YouTube video that's like, I think there's a, about 20 or so chapters left to Jojolian. He's like, ha. Yeah, all these videos, more. all these videos. Kato being the main villain. This one guy, Jim, just wants Jobin to be the main villain. <laughs> just gonna kill him real quick. <laughs> like, what's, what's, but he was going to, and that's the worst part. Is like he was going what to do, do it, and then he heard someone say, "What's that he more symbolic? It. 
<laughs> What's the most symbolic way? Them both getting something in their chest to kill them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but like on a real note, that does uh, that does kind of as someone with like a, a bit of a platform online, it does kind of uh, hover in my mind a lot about like. Mm-hmm. So we were just talking about Cowboy Bebop, for example, and like we mentioned, I, th- I forget her name, the actress that plays Faye, and like I would never say anything disparaging about her in particular, no, no because no, like never. the idea of like the person like he, he listening to that i would feel horrible if yeah maybe you don't like, know the I'm, real situation of like why she maybe she was just having like a shit day or something like you know I, yeah so i i generally try to like what's the what's the term like i try and like do as like little minimal harm like mm. to never because <laughs> i always think about like when you put something out on the internet you should always have the expectation that it's going to be seen by like a million billion people like yeah don't don't just like shit something out with the impression that it's only going to get 10 views and wallow away because Sam and I did a, um, what was it? Oh, we did like a diesel video. We, we reviewed the, the comic diesel where we just did like a little podcast about it. And for whatever reason, that little podcast that sat at like maybe 500 views for the first year and a half of his life shot up to a hundred thousand views. We surpassed Linkara like seven days. Yeah. Surpassing Linkara's review on diesel. Wow. <laughs> um, so and you I never just, know when like a Stone then, Ocean thing with that will happen because people see Jolene in the thumbnail and they're like, oh, Jolene, Stone Ocean, like JoJo. And then the algorithm is I'm, like, oh, we really like this one. <laughs> like, you just, you never know. Yeah, you never know what <laughs> ends up in like recommendations for like a po- more popular like content creator. Can Your video could just pop up there and people listen to your the- your crap theories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like pretty crazy. I, yeah, I've always tried to do that. I mean, I used to, like when I was younger, I uh, I had that phase where I was like, I'm gonna record YouTube video, you know, because like you grow up when like YouTube I can do is this. a thing, yeah. Like, like I was born before YouTube, obviously, but like, <laughs> there's like, you kind of like once you're in the sort of developmental phase of being like ten years old, like YouTube is a big thing, and everyone's doing YouTube, and like it's a huge platform. Everyone's playing video games, which is that thing you love, you know, and it's like. Oh, maybe me as like the kid I am could be like creative and do something mm-hmm. creative online on the internet, you know? Um, and then you go back and search like your old usernames and stuff, and you're like, "Oh man, it's oh, like no. going through your old favorites and to see and like where you started and where you're at." <laughs> I did that yeah. with uh, I actually I forget what year it was. I'm trying to think. I might have been like twelve. Or uh, I I can't think exactly, but I was I was like maybe a young teen or like not even a teen yet, and I had posted some Transformers stop motion. I had a channel mm-hmm. where I would do I had Transformers toys and I would do like stop motion transformation mm-hmm. videos, and that was freaking epic at the time. <laughs> and unfortunately, these these videos are lost to time. The channel has been deleted, sadly. But <laughs> just, uh, just like, thinking about that, like oh my gosh, it's so hilarious. That I this mean, this existed. There's yeah, like the, it's embarrassing. When you think like, about like, we, I mean, we knew I knew someone that reviewed Lego. It was like really hilarious, like in depth, like Lego reviews, and it was like the funniest thing. And like at that time, and then they deleted it because we couldn't stop laughing at it. I was, I was so sad. I I kind of wish that I saved that stuff though, because it's like, yeah, it is sort of your childhood, I guess. Like I, I used to make like skits with my best friend online, like. Oh my god, my best friend and I, we wanted to be Smosh so bad when we were kids. <laughs> I, I would, like, it, we were it, trying to make like, the funniest sketches and like... We, we could do like, poop a, humor? Yeah, exactly. Like We were like 11 years old and we were like, 
this is going to be not even 11, like nine years old. We were like little kids. And we're like, we want to be like this, you know, YouTube, like sketch comedy duo so badly. And like, mm-hmm. I remember I got so embarrassed by that when I was younger, like, uh, like a year or so after I made all those that I just deleted them, like no recovery. Like I deleted the files, oh. I deleted the videos and I deleted everything. And I was like, that's kind of sad because it's like cute little sketches that I made as a kid. And now I yeah. can't see them because like 12 year old me yeah. thought, Oh, I'm, this is so embarrassing. I have to delete it all just in case anybody finds it. It's like, yeah, but nobody really cares that much, you know, like it had like 15 views, you know, it's like, it's not that big a deal. Um, and it's yeah. so magical to find those things. Like uh, I've been out of college for a bit um, mm-hmm. for like a few years. And my, one of my friends just randomly out of the blue, I haven't talked to her in a bit. She emailed me a a video that we had done, a video project we had done for one of our German classes where we had to do like a whole, I think it was a, we had to like kind of do like a, a movie. We had to do like a mini movie. I don't remember, like we were like the kids in in class that would always go like above and beyond and like go Mm. more in depth. So Mm -hmm. we did like a whole like, like sort of like a spy movie kind of thing, but it was all in German. And uh, she sent that to me and it was just like, oh my God, like I've treasured this so much. This video of me from probably like eight years ago uh, uh-huh. and us doing our stupid little like crimey story, crime story. So I, I, I'm i with you. Like it's so, yeah, the, those things are like so precious when you, it's so when precious you to find, find them again. Stuff. And I feel, I feel so bad because I used to make like sketches, like just on like Minecraft and stuff like as a kid. And I felt... <laughs> It was like, it was so cute, you know, like thinking back on it, I remember how they looked and like, probably like my little squeaky voice and stuff like, and I just, <laughs> I feel so bad that, that they're lost to time and that they're deleted because mm. like, I would love to go look back on that stuff and like, think it's so cute. Um, so it's like, I guess with that kind of stuff, it's like, that's why whenever I try to establish anything online, you know, it's like, do something that you can look back on in years from now and be like, that was cute. Like I'm, I'm, I'm proud that I made that, and like, it's, it's kind of cute, and I'm happy I said that. You know, like I would never put anything online that like I go back and look at it, and I'm like, oh god, that that doesn't yeah. even seem like me at all. You know, like I always try to just be true to the person that like, if I'm gonna look back on it in five years, like, at least it'll be, you know, like oh that that's cute. It's younger me. Whatever. I was so stupid. Oh. Mm-hmm. You know, like, whatever. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Sam and I foolishly started doing an anime podcast five years ago. So, I mean, hey, let this, we're, we're still though, cringing so. about that one. Yeah, well, I mean, here we are. So. Recorded originally on a laptop microphone. So, all those hey, old the... episodes are real janky. Even old Joe Kakakas are, those are real scuffed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, you've got to that... have that to have the good stuff. That's the one microphone setup. Yeah, it's yeah. Like... Now it's it's we're like very fancy now because Sam yeah. Sam mostly comes to record in person from, from now now that like COVID is not mm-hmm. nearly as as bad as it had been. So mm-hmm. I have like a whole two mic setup in in my little office room and it's like wow. freaking awesome. Nice. Uh, we now, feel, now we feel very now, professional. And now we can watch the Titan Titan and just go right over to record or like yeah, it's perfect. Cool. Yeah, so we watch the we watch the shit in my room and then we walk over to the office and we do our little recording. It's very fun. That's uh, really cool. It's that's, like we're real, that's great. I think we're like almost real, real podcasters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I think you, you have to have the scuffed shit to have the good stuff. Oh, I mean, yeah. Like, I, 
And it's something that I don't, I always had to tell myself because I was so like perfectionist for a long time where I like wouldn't, I wouldn't want to do anything unless it was like perfect now. And like, unless I like, I would mm -hmm. want to put it out to the world now and get like amazing praise and win 17 Oscars and Grammys for this thing that I'm putting out right now. Um, and like, it's so stupid. Cause like, what, like you can't have anything good unless you like make bad shit. Um, yeah. And I yeah. guess I didn't realize that. And, and I'm happy that I, I started doing that with the scans. Cause when I put out my first scans, oh my God, I, I it was Jajolian chapter 97. Um, and it had come out like 25 days ago at that point, the chapter. And I was just like, oh, I'll just do the newest one that exists, you know? And mm -hmm. I remember I put it out and I remember thinking, I'm going to make it professional, just like a, <laughs> a real Japanese manga release where they don't connect the double page spreads. Oh, um, God. And so Foolish Me, like, puts it on manga decks with, like, just this awful formatting. Like, the double spreads are disconnected. Um, the the font is like that bubbly looking anime ace font like <laughs> in the in the bubbles i didn't i barely erased like things well i didn't do the sound effects good at all um hmm. and i remember i put it out and i was like cool this is so much better <laughs> and then i looked at the the other one that existed and i was like oh wait no i suck i'm horrible hmm. they you know they know how to do this actually and i'm like doing it for the first time but i just put it out and I remember I got so many like hateful comments too. Like I put out that first one and I remember I got like six people who replied and were just like, this sucks. Like, really? Yeah. They were like, delete this. Like we already have a working functional translation. This already came out 25 days ago. You're so late. Um, the page spreads aren't even connected. And I remember even like, I just wanted to take the high road though. I wanted to be like, okay, well, how can I improve? Like, I remember mm -hmm. I, I replied to all those comments and I was like, okay, well, thank you. Like, what should I do to get better? Because I want to make it look good. Um, and I remember even the, and I don't want to be like, whatever. The, the type, one of the typesetters from the other Scanlation group commented on mine. Um, and it was like a really scathing comment. It was really mean. Oh. Um, and it was very like, you should just quit. Like, why are you even doing Jeez. this? This sucks. Like, the formatting is horrible. They didn't even use the right font. Like it just looks like shit and you should quit and be sad about it. And, and I remember I replied to him and I was like, thank you for your, um, for your feedback. What font do you think that I should use to make it look better? <laughs> and then I remember he replied and he was like, um, well, I guess you could use this font. Um, and he recommended me the font that I ended up using for months. Um, it was like, you could use <laughs> this font if you want it to look a little more professional or whatever. And I was like, yeah, thank you so much. I'll, I'll do that immediately. And then I immediately got to fixing the spreads, fixing the font. I changed all the format and I uploaded it again. It still wasn't great, but it looked normal now. Like it was readable. Um, mm -hmm. And then I remember I replied to the guy again and I was like, I fixed it now. I hope it looks better. And then I feel like it made him a little sheepish because he was like, oh, yeah, you, you did. I mean... Good luck. <laughs> and I just, I'm surprised you didn't like to tell you to do Comic Sans as like the font or something. <laughs> no, I mean, I I just I tried to like be as I guess friendly as possible without. It, I just it was like I, customer service. Like I tried to, like I was getting shit yeah. on so much, but I had to just keep the friendly face and like ask what I could do keep, better. Keep that retail face up and yeah, exactly. Up. And I and I just applied that to here, and I I don't know I. 
I, it was like a big journey because I, I got so much pushback from other scanlation groups. And I remember it, it being such a big deal for me because I was like, I suddenly see why like good things never happen in politics. Like, I, I don't know why it was like such a weird realization for me, but it was like, you can't just be like the little chipper guy with like, who's like, I'm going to go make the world a better place, you know? And like, just go into the establishment and then everybody just welcomes you and is like, okay, sure. Make your changes. You know, like there's always going to be people who have been there doing it for a while who look at you and are like, yeah, we don't need you get out of here. Hmm. Uh, and they're going to hmm. try everything that they can to try to, um, take you down. And like, I was, I was getting like slandered and I was, there were like groups that were saying, this guy doesn't even know any Japanese at all. Um, and I remember like, having to go on Twitter and post a video of me like reading the Japanese text, like to prove like, I can read Japanese guys. Like I'm not an idiot. Like now you do it. Like you're, your scanlation group, your guy posts a thing of you <laughs> reading it, the manga in Japanese at a decent pace. Go for it. Cause like, I was like, I'm not going to take shit. Like, I, I don't know. I, I feel like, like I used to be such a, like a doormat kind of. And like when all this shit was coming out, I was like, I'm done. Like, I'm not going to take this shit anymore. Like, I'm just going to, I'm going to stand my ground and like, I want to do this for fun as a hobby. And these people genuinely made me think of like quitting sometimes. Cause I was like, this is just awful. Like, why do you need to, like, it's not a competition. I, I'm putting mine out after yours anyway. I'm like trying to be, you know, friendly about it. And there's obviously, it doesn't matter where the readers go. I'm doing it for, if nobody else for myself. Um, and if mm. there's even one reader, that says i liked it i enjoyed it and it gave me a new perspective on the chapter you know like if if even only one person says that and like i've done my job i'm like i'm happy because that's you know that's all i'm doing it for i'm not like trying to like corner the market i'm like <laughs> like i'm not like calculating yeah putting out i just like this manga and i want to put out my own spin on the dialogue because i've been studying japanese for so long and i just yeah you know, yeah, that's why a lot of people like your translations. They like the the some of the more characters, you you know, personalities you get from. A lot of people like it's about Toru. I'm <laughs> and there there have definitely been like slip ups where where I look back and I'm like, ah, eh, you know, combine the two dialogues and then pick your favorite. You know, but, but like can't mm -hmm. always be yeah, can't be perfect. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just I I never want to like be like oh i'm the best and i never make mistakes because like that's never a good way to look at things like i look back no. all the time and i think if i could do this again i would change so much about this does that mean it's wrong the way it is like no but if i could go back i'd, I'd rewrite stuff and but like i gotta like i recognize that like there are things that i that i've done wrong and there are things that i've made mistakes on but like it's all in the name of learning like in the same way that you were recording the podcast with like the laptop mic and stuff like I had to put out decently shitty scans before I realized over time how to make them actually look good. Um, that sounds and, like it was a really stressful process for you when you were first starting to put your work out there. What was like your drive to keep going? Because it sounds like you did receive a lot of pushback and you said you even had considered uh, quitting maybe. So what was like, what really kept you going? I'm, I'm really curious. I honestly have no idea. I think it's... <laughs> I don't know. I think it's because I finally felt like I was um, doing something and actually producing a product almost like hmm. um, I, I had always tried to do like a million different things. I had wanted I, I wanted to be like I wanted to do music and I wanted to 
make a a thing or like a YouTube show or like a just something. Like I always wanted to like make something. I was always trying to write like a, a book or just something. Um, and I remember like doing this manga thing. I was like, yeah, it's wor- like I'm working off of somebody else's like IP or whatever, but like making it in a way that, that is both Japanese studies and writing at the same time. And all of a sudden I, I was having a result. Like I was having a zip file that said, Jojolian chapter this, it's complete. And I was like, huh, you know, I, and I, and I guess it was just the drive of like, I looked back at those old black and white Sonotion scans. Um, they improved a little to where I got to. Like if, if you were to go and read mine up to where I finished, um, and then you were to go to the other scans now, it's not the end of the world. Like they don't look awful um, by chapter 50 or wherever in Sonotion. But I remember like the first scans in Sonotion were so bad, especially around volume two. Like translation was awful. It was basically like Duang 2. Um, <laughs> it, was, it was horrible. Like the pages were scanned awfully. It was faded awful. And I was like, I gotta, I love this series so much. Like I, something about me, the person inside me loved Jojo so much. And because I read it in Japanese, I felt like this weird, I guess, um, what is it called? Like duty? I felt like a weird duty to like hmm. prove to Western fans that part six really is what it's cracked up to be. Like I, people are always saying like, oh, part six is so amazing. But then somebody might go read the the old translations and be like, I don't even know what the hell I'm reading right now. And like, um, I was like, it's so good. And I gotta, before the anime comes out, you know, like I gotta show people how good this yeah. manga is and like why I love it so much. Um, I gotta like almost imbue it with that life, I guess. And like yeah. just show people how much how good it is um and they can make their own decisions obviously but like i would just want to give another option um yeah so sure yeah. yeah i think that's like one of the things that really draws me to engage with the community because i i don't know if i've been like obvious about this but i generally don't really like to engage in fandom stuff mm. a lot of the time mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. which it's funny that i do a <laughs> jojo podcast but <laughs> i really do i think with Jojo in particular, it's one of those series where people really do find themselves a lot in the fiction. And it's really inspiring to hear stories like this. And like, even just the whole community itself, having dedicated fan, fan translators for so long and having such a dedicated audience of people that will read it the second it's out. It's a, I think it's really interesting. It's, it's, it's more than interesting. It's like uh, captivating and moving in a way. Yeah, I mean, I've seen, I've seen people in our Discord just go like, yeah, I, think, you know, I think I'll wait for Dog Park translation to come out. I'm just like, it's kind of crazy. Just like <laughs> That to me is so weird because it's like, there's already one. Just like, go read that. Like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I love you. Hey. And it's, I mean, I, I appreciate it, but it's like, whoa. <laughs> it's, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, um, I'm, I'm definitely proud of, of, what it's become sort of it's it's kind of a small thing but it it gives me confidence i guess because like i i don't know like just to see that so many people resonated with it um if it's even if it's something as simple as just a new copy of you know the manga that we're all reading i I don't know like just even something as simple as that the fact that it resonated with so many people like i always said in the beginning too like if i didn't have such a love for like making shitty jokes on twitter um i would have like been anonymous like i would have been totally cool it's just like if mangadex had that feature 
I would have been cool with just being like unknown user, like just posting these mm -hmm. translations. Um, I genuinely like wouldn't have minded uh, being that and then just having like no social media presence. But like I, I do kind of like being involved with like dumb fandom stuff and like obsessing over the show. And like, I talk about it with everyone. I'm kind of like a, a total like loser. Like I just talk about Jojo with like, <laughs> we're not everyone, but like just friends and stuff. Like, um, <laughs> you know, if I, if I make good friends with somebody, I'm going to end up talking to them about Jojo like a bunch. It's just, yeah. 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 And Jojo brought in so many like-minded people just like from all over the place. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And it... Yeah, it's just from our own personal experience. It's really connected us with so many people that we never, <laughs> never, ever would have met. And it's uh, it's extremely humbling to uh, just, I don't know, it's, it's to meet so many clever and creative and intelligent people. It's, yeah, it is, it's, uh, it's a, it's a, it's one, I'll give the fandoms this one point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I think the JoJo fandom, as it stands, like, as a not tight-knit but like as a i guess collective like on especially twitter and like the space on twitter where like kind of i guess we interact i'm i like it like i think it's there's there's not a lot of fighting there's not a lot of like weird um like fandom antics almost like it's just kind of nice you don't and, really and see too many crazy hot takes no, yeah, it's it's just kind of a lot of like enjoying the series almost, like enjoying the series and maybe repeating like the same meme over and over again. Yeah, <laughs> I I just think of like Haruno Higashikata, but I think of like <laughs> I think of how fun that was though. Like it's so stupid, but it was fun. Um, I feel like everyone has their own story of like going on Twitter that day and just being like, <laughs> "Did I did I wake up in like a parallel universe? Like, what what is happening? What you is, were either a Haruno believer or like Stark Haruno." I was like, they're like, I'm, I'm just gonna take my visual sense of just lurking in the shadows and observing it from a distance. <laughs> Anybody who spoke up on it was like, was either saying like, oh, you don't know about Harno, or like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I think I met, I think I met the gym. Like, what the fuck is this Harno thing? Is this a giant gaslight experiment going right now? <laughs> it was so good. People made genuinely like creative things though. Like, I saw full on art of Harno and like. Placing him into scenes in incredibly clever ways and like <laughs> making it look like it was like a photo of a page of the manga. It was, like, it was like it's the whole it's the whole Slender Man thing happening in JoJo, where like you're just incorporating Slender Man in like the in this Photoshop contest. My favorite were the people who fell for it so hard. Like I, there there were people who were like, Haruno's not real. I combed through the past like six volumes of Jojolian <laughs> and I didn't see a single panel. I looked at all the panels you're talking about and marked the pages in a note document. It's like, whoa, man. And then someone will be like, I see, I'm looking at it right now. I'm looking at him right now. Yeah, so like, what are you, like, talking, what are you about? talking about? It's right on the page. Like, I'm looking at it. And right there was now. like a wiki. There was a wiki created like instantly too. So yeah, so we made like a sandbox page and like kind of <laughs> screenshotted it and it looked so real. Um, the, the many social experiments of the Jojo community. <laughs> I loved it. I thought it was great. And I, I, I'm really excited for Stone Ocean because I feel like we're going to um, see just that explosion in activity again. Um, yeah, yeah, totally. Been a while since part five anime and yeah, anime and onlys get the, get their their experience with the ending. Jojolian's been over for a few months now. Um, yeah, part nine still doesn't have much info, but yeah, exactly. I feel like when it does, we, we'll, it's going to be it's going to be such a big deal. 
I, oh yeah seeing the new protagonist is gonna like give me an aneurysm it's gonna blow my mind like and i know that it's just gonna be sudden too like i'm just gonna log on twitter one day and the jojo wiki account will just have posted like jojo lands part nine coming out his name is hardo <laughs> <laughs> his name is hardo jojo it's like whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah i, I kind of hope like the name changes though i hope we get, like, i, I a hope we get name. a new last name I hope we have a new name entirely. It's not like yeah, like a new you know, last name based off. <laughs> I don't have that to call would be really wacky because like I, I there's been a million. We spent a million hours speculating about it on this podcast. Too many. But, Some say like, too many. The whole uh, the whole idea of just kind of stepping into a whole a whole new area and not just kind of falling back into what we've seen because um, like part eight was very much kind of revisiting a lot of uh, like familiar Concepts. characters and, yeah. and locations. New takes on like old you know then old yeah. named characters getting like more of a steel ball run version where it's it's kind of a almost a brand new setting but uh that would be really fantastic yeah i i, I hope that the it's kind of a weird thing to say but i hope that the protagonist isn't just like a like a like a guy like i hope it's yeah. just not like a dude like i get like like johnny and, and gaffy are weird uh, and they're interesting characters but i hope i hope the next protagonist just isn't male or, or something like i just hope that would be like, so a cool thing. yeah because it can't just the be jolene joke. like jolene is my favorite jojo um and or the I twin just really theory like <laughs> twins would be cool i, the, people, I do love that twin theory i wish the people Jordan would stop hyping it up jolene. though because they're gonna be disappointed when it's <laughs> I, <know>. I know <laughs> i oh my god it's one thing i really hate is about it? theorizing is people are like this thing is definitely gonna happen um and then there's like so many other possibilities that when it doesn't happen they're like disappointed almost was... i'm just like hey hey man just keep it that family tree joseph had brothers and sisters the joseph can just be a, a descended from that side of the family yeah and i i guess the way that i've always viewed reading jojo especially in like the heated uh end of jojoli when everybody wanted their own thing to happen you know um i think my way that i've always gone into reading jojo is that i've always kind of enjoyed what Araki does because the way that i read is when I'm about to flip to the next page, right? Instead of thinking, we're gonna see Kato stand and she's gonna be like confronting Josuke and it's gonna be like a whole thing with the family and like a standoff and it's gonna be awesome. Um, instead of thinking that, I always think the next page is going to be blank. I'm going to get a completely blank next page. Whatever I turn to next, it's either gonna be blank or just like a steaming pile of shit. Um, <laughs> and when I turn the page, I'm like, wow, art. <laughs> um and i i realized that like lowering your expectations in that way about something that like you know is going to happen like there will be a next page um what it is i don't know but like when i flip it i'm always surprised that there are panels like and and that just keeps <laughs> me like excited about reading because like the, regardless you of hit what that happens, to be continued <laughs> exactly like regardless of what happens there's going to be more panels and like that's what excites me it's like we're just getting new shit and like um I'm excited and the art quality is going to remain the same. Um, Araki's storytelling is, you know, it isn't going anywhere. Um, so like just because events don't kind of progress in the way that people might think they will, it doesn't mean it was it, bad. The writing, it's always had ups and downs. Yeah, no matter. of course. Like, not every that was the big lesson for me to learn with Joe Jolian was that like, you cannot put stock in theories because it's just the flash forward it, chapter alone, uh, chapter 83 is just like any time that I spent thinking of, what is happening in that chapter was a waste of my own time. So <laughs> exactly, I'm just here to enjoy the ride. Like, like, yeah. like, like. I think, like I said forever ago, like on the the spoiler cast, just like 
you it's hard to do a mystery and not have people having these theories and you know coming into the part which is like oh what's it I, I think this is gonna happen or when they they're finally gonna be have a huge moment since kato's back I mean, she's gonna have her big moment and just like mm-hmm. and then you have like the next chapter and you know she's dead <laughs> and it just kind of like takes the wind out of your sails a little bit yeah exactly it's like people a, get it there's, just, there's no use predicting people, what is only yeah. happening in a rocky's head and like it's Jojo, people get a t- can literally get attached to any character in Jojo, f- and for you know whether it's like valid or not valid, <laughs> you know. I don't know why people are so caught up on the logic of certain scenes in Jojo nowadays. <laughs> yeah. When like oh yeah, people are so caught up on the logic of certain Jojolian scenes, and I'm like, yeah, I mean while Jojolian has has been maybe a little more <laughs> logical, like look at previous Jojo parts. Like what the hell was even happening half the time? Like. What what was going on during the fight where Jolene was up against like uh, Donatella versus and like he she like rolled inside of... of a pipe and then like the Miami Dolphins carried her up a tree and then like he <laughs> threw salt on her face like what was going on like I'm like to think of any part three like logic is like also just like out the window how was Jotaro in the manhole that one time like <laughs> like just can we just stop like can we stop being like oh well, how did Josuke get to the estate oh, if he didn't have enough was... time to run that distance like okay whatever like it's, he had enough time if you like if you think about it I don't worry the bull that ab- hit Abdul's skull only grazed him yeah exactly. like I will actually argue with uh, about Josuke getting back to the mansion. That is totally valid because, uh, according to the GPS from the Born This Way fight, it only takes about five minutes to walk to get there. from. Yeah, yeah. So that one actually is totally fine. Like that one's valid. Yeah, sure. maybe, people will still... maybe like Americans just can't comprehend like walkable cities. But like... <laughs> <laughs> I, maybe, maybe because like they have the giant map and like every like volume, and so when you like see like it looks see bigger, the, you think it's it bigger than huge. It yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. I just think like, like I mean, people who have to like commute everywhere in cars can't comprehend just like walking from a hospital to your house, um, <laughs> but like it can happen. Um, and Josuke especially was probably sort of rushing there. I mean, I guess he was sort of stumbling out of the hospital, but he maybe also he like ran. yeah, it, but he also was kind of hurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He seemed like he was just taking his time. Honestly, he was yeah, like, he was just kind of chilling. Like somebody was like, "Well, where did all the?" I think Aeon or whatever. He was like. Man, he all of the water kind of washed off of him, and I was like, "Well, yeah. I mean, he's not going to stay wet forever. Like, he's if he's like moving <laughs> through the air outside. It's going to dry him in like a few minutes. Like, mm-hmm. like I mean, uh, they they had a way where like he could have like fished her off through the phone still, but he also could have <laughs> stolen the the wetness with soft and wet. Kind of as well. Mm. Like I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I just, it's, trust I just, the process yeah. is my thing. Like. Um, my biggest gripe is just not liking Toru. <laughs> so <laughs> I love Toru's design, yeah. though. I, he's such a like weirdo. Oh, I love his outfit, but just like the character, I'm just like whatever. <laughs> he's I like I'm kind of tired of this guy. I I, it's crazy though seeing the sentiment on Toru change. Um, a lot of people really, really disliked him at the start, including me. I didn't, I didn't think he was very captivating either. I grew to I like him over could... time. Um, I think while writing him, you come to like him. Like when you have to write like his him. lines, you enjoy him a little more. Yeah, I, I said like him being like the initial like weirdo, like mm-hmm. like the lovesick weirdo, but then he just kind of like dropped that. It just became like an emotionless like Rocky even guy. Yeah, that we come to know. One, I mean, one thing that I will give Toru over the other villains is he had a really interesting way of fighting. 
Um, and I guess what I mean by that is like previous villains, including Poochie and Funny Valentine, they tried to stay as calm as they could. But once the Jojo like hit them in the head, they were like, oh, mommy, help me. Like, oh, no, the Jojo's on me. Help, you know. Um, whereas like Toru never really did that. He, he did it for maybe a second. But like when he got blasted back by Go Beyond, his first instinct was to just stand up and just run at Yasa, like saying nothing. Like <laughs> previous villains I mean, he didn't... Would, would like cry. Um, and he like, didn't break until like he was literally breaking. Apart. Yeah, he didn't break until he was literally crumbling. Um, <laughs> and that's the crazy part about him. Like he stayed completely like for a guy who was like, "Oh, I'm such a like soft boy, Yasuho, I love you." You know, for a guy who went from that to like suddenly just completely stone faced, eats the lokakaka, and just sprints full speed at Yasuho. It's like, whoa. Um, and then. Even when Kato came out and everything, and his neck was like severed and everything, he like his first instinct was to like knock over things on the side and pick up like a, a saw and like point it at her. Like <laughs> this guy was, and then monologue too. Like this guy was so. I mean, you're 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 a JoJo villain. You have to know how to monologue. <laughs> it's in, it's in exactly. the it's like any application. I know. I I, I sometimes I, I'm really really glad that we got a lot of funny Wonder View monologues because um. I feel like we hadn't had that for a while. Um, just like a he was fighting villain. Jobin for he was fighting Jobin for like monologue man. Yeah, exactly. We we hadn't had just like that monologue about like what happiness is or like just some weird unrelated thing. Like I loved the when the head doctor was talking about like the fruit juice in chapter ninety seven and how the guy like opened the lid and he's like, oh, you have come here to oh, pursue Pangea me, land. haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> that was such a good moment because I was like, I feel the spirit of JoJo coming back right now. Like, this is <laughs> that'll like, so funny because it's like he's basically gaslighting this guy into like killing himself because he's just like, huh, you did touch the lid, didn't you? And there was a little bit of residue on there, wasn't there? And he's like, yeah, I guess so. I mean, he doesn't really know. That's the best part. Like, he could just be assuming. Like, the guy could just have not died and like. Like, oh, that's how it, it feels. <laughs> I thought you would have touched it. I don't know. <laughs> Teru can like gaslight anybody into like wonder of you killing them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I yeah, his treatment of Yasuho is so weird. Like, I still don't really understand that. I yeah. Part of me wishes that I got a high school flashback of them. I really yeah, wish that we saw them. Their relationship. That's like my complaint. It was like I wish we had a flashback of their relationship as like yeah in high school not really so much as them as like Yasuho was a kid at camp where Toru was like just Some there. Some creepy guy. Like we were told yeah. that they had a relationship in high school. All we all we got was a picture. That. All we got was that one picture of them like on the beach. On the beach yeah. Because yeah. we even get like a really intense flashback with the the rock hair clip chapter where Yasuho is like mercilessly bullied it's in like school to like, the point of suicide. suicide yeah. Yeah, it's so. I've never it's, touched it's him. He didn't show up there. And I, I guess I, you could maybe like draw the the line that the hair clip was his doing, which I think is the intended uh, thought, but it's never like. Explicitly... But like, it could have been explained as like, oh, my ex, my boy, my ex boyfriend gave me, or like, my boyfriend gave me that, and then who was like, my memory's kind of fuzzy of which yeah. boyfriend it was, but well, it then it could have been. It could even be explained over. really simply by Rocky. Like that's the thing for me that like, poor Tom, right? Poor Tom's death was explained in chapter one hundred four in a tiny little panel that people kind of neglect to look at. Um, there's a scene where like Yasuho is like, we remember the scene where Yasuho is like yelling, the user is Toru, the, the user is Toru like over the phone. 
and Josuke's mm. like, it's Toru. There's a little picture of poor Tom getting shot in that panel where Josuke's like, it's Toru, right? If Araki had just superimposed a shot of the hair clip there, if he had just like put the mm. hair clip anywhere, or like if Yasuo had been like, how long have you been in my life to Toru? And then we just see Toru and like behind him yes. is just the hair clip. You know what I mean? Like, like he could have just Toru pasted it there a... and it would have proven to us right then and there. <laughs> like, He's a villain of a lot of missed potential of like, if Rocky went, didn't want to go the Jobin route, he could have like went more into Toru, especially the past. Because the flashback chapters tend to be the best and like mm -hmm. having more like interesting, I guess, interactions would have been like really good, like a welcome addition 99 was the hypest thing ever like when when we got that whole rock human wasp backstory and then immediately we see like the stone mask and the arrows and like toru yeah. like leaving Enya. his nest you're like we saw holy Enya and shit <laughs> like when i saw that i think i was really tired from translating but i remember flipping to the <laughs> stone mask page and just being like what the fuck is going on it's just <laughs> <laughs> seeing like lucy yeah again. and lucy too we saw her there and johnny like nude yeah, it, was, it was like new design lucy too so so it made you think okay she's and probably like coming like, foundation and everything yeah so it's like, this just feels like very important like aspect that's gonna be like, touched upon i guess that's why i'm hoping but... I'm, I'm holding out hope for part nine like i think that part nine will will really connect all these threads um because part, so. part eight left a lot hanging in the air but i still feel like this weird part of me that doesn't want to completely judge part eight until we've seen part nine um yeah it could be like that first part is like a, a real direct continuation not you know not like it skips like a generation like, or, or two but it's like an actual like maybe sh like very shortly after and just has a new like, jojo somewhere else because keep in mind like i think like I johnny said, joestar had a bunch of uh kids that weren't like George. i said if you, if you look on the family tree yeah. and he's like, you know we, we had the joseph joestars like you know chapters like he he had brothers and sisters yeah, on exactly. that family tree that can be that family and it's like there are options and we don't know how how if this uh joseph joestar carried over the other universes like i'm just gonna bang anybody no matter how old i am <laughs> <laughs> yeah no exactly and uh, it would I be think, strange yeah. i think because like uh, there is that tendency to like like uh put the pause on rating part eight to see what we have in part nine but it would almost be like unique in all of jojo for the a part to be so intertwined with like another part because mm -hmm. i think pretty much all the other parts are very like standalone like i can't think of maybe you could say that like part three maybe and one or two six and maybe uh... I, f I feel like one and two are so like so different just like, one and three like even. one and two begins like two begins with like a panel that's like we're familiar with this man it's like speedwagon and then we get all like this stuff about like straights and stuff. So it's. Like... I mean, like, one and three are also like because you know, the, with the whole is it basically a deal prologue for like one. I guess they all just connect I think... in a way. <laughs> but like. Yeah, I think one and three actually is a really so. What, what what my point here is like I can't think of too many examples where a later part makes me reevaluate an an older one. Three mm -hmm. might be the only time where I look back and think like. Oh, like D I like Dio even more in hindsight. Like reading part one, I like him even more knowing how like sadistic and like mm -hmm. insane he gets. Mm -hmm. But for like comparing like seven and eight, uh, we have a lot of Johnny Joestar stuff in in the first half of part eight, but I still really view like part seven as a standalone and uh in my mind like even the, the part eight stuff is just kind of the way I view like seeing Joseph Joestar in part three versus part two kind of thing. 
Yeah, I think part seven is is really unique in that it, it was a, like a part one. It was a chance to start from scratch almost. Um, and like, you can kind of create a standalone story that way. Whereas anything that comes after it is going to have like, I guess, intrinsic um, relations to what happened before. So like, obviously, mm -hmm. Jajolin is, is never, can never be as standalone as Steel Ball Run was. Um, in the same way that you know, um, Stardust Crusaders can never be as, as standalone as Phantom Blood. Um, mm -hmm. So it's it's just a little weird. I'm I'm really curious to see what he does with Part Nine because I think it's got to be just pacing wise, it's got to be nearing the end of the whole saga. Um, and I'm surprised he's even doing one. I was a uh, for for a long time because I I never want to get my expectations too high. Yep. So for the longest time, I was considering Part Eight to be kind of the ending of jojo like i feel like it kind of worked like having joe jolian be this like kind of grand send-off like kind of uh using a lot of like it's familiar like bringing it to like a very personal place for a rocky because like moria is based off his hometown and such mm -hmm. but yeah i think like i'm very happy that a part nine's happening yeah yeah me too i and the craziest thing is that i have no idea what to expect at all yeah, that's the funnest thing is going into this new part blind, like no knowledge, no like I, you know, you don't know anybody or anything that looks like. I just you know, I know the art style changes be, when the when the new protagonist is revealed. I know there's gonna be that one guy who's like, oh, there's only one of them, and everyone's like, dude, come on. I mean, you can't please everybody, no matter. <laughs> No matter what fandom, you can't please everybody. I know, it's crazy. That's, I, that's why it's the job of the right-minded people would be like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> like, just I, I just love being along for the ride, I guess. And I'm, I'm really especially excited to, and I know it's just kind of like technical stuff, but I'm really excited to, to be transiting part from the beginning. Um, yeah. I think it'll, it'll be a little, like a big weight on your shoulders because it's like, oh, there's so much new information being introduced. Like, I have to mm -hmm. get things right. Like, how would I spell this character's name in English? Like, no clue. We have that, um, we have that same thing in our head. Just like starting a part, like, when it's new is freaking wild to us. Yeah, it's exciting. JoJo, it's a little scary. If the JoJo has a Western name or whatever, or if a lot of the characters have Western names that, like, aren't Japanese, I'm going to have no idea how to spell them in English. <laughs> I mean, I could try my best, but we just have to, like, form a consensus on how to spell it. Um, which is yeah, just go crazy back to, to me. Re uh, mostly reference names. Be... <laughs> yeah, be wild it'd be pretty insane. Like whenever a new name is introduced, you have to like figure out how to spell it in English because it's not, it doesn't have that like attached to it naturally. Which the I, Japanese I names love... are really easy for them because they're so phonetic. I mean, I would love them to go back to reference names because I have I'm horrible pronunciation for like the Japanese names. So gotcha. Uh, I would welcome back the like the, the English names. Yeah, that's that's really interesting to hear actually because i um i remember my friends even asking me because my friends are reading jojolian and i remember they asked me they were like how do you pronounce this name and they just sent me kyo nijimura and i was like hmm. oh well kyo and they were like oh we thought it was kyo and i was like oh yeah i guess that makes sense <laughs> like and also doesn't help that like two characters names were changed like also at one point when they weren't actually like written yeah it makes me realize how much um almost a bit of lifting you have to do to like convey the japanese stuff sometimes because like i had people ask me if you pronounce k key and i was like oh no 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 um so but like i can see why you would make 
I can see why you would think that though. Like if you had never done any sort of Japanese, if you have no knowledge about anything Japanese at all, I can see why you would read that and think key. Like just depending on like maybe what language your family speaks or something, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I just, it's kind of hard to convey that sort of pronunciation. I mean, I remember people who were pronouncing it Josuke, like, um, yeah. And it's really tough, especially with just like how it works. Like people were saying Joshu and stuff like, um, that's so funny. I still hear people say Joshu. Yeah. People say Joshu. Cause it's like, Oh, it might be like the name Josh, like the English name Joshua, <laughs> which is like a, decently he looks like a Josh to be fair. Common. He does look <laughs> like a Josh. <laughs> um, but like, it's, it's almost like, Oh wait, no. Yeah. It's actually Joshu. It's like, I guess they don't realize that people might not be able to pronounce names like that. Um, well, even like uh, Buccellati, like I remember reading the part five, the scuffed part five scans, uh, Buccellati instead of Bucciarati or whatever, they end up going with. Actually, I'm mixing them up now. In the anime, it was Bucciarati, right? With the, the Yeah, it's, it's weird with what you um, emphasize as well, because uh, in Japanese, it's Bucciarati. So they emphasize the cha part. So I'd say like, mm. I'd say like bucherity. <laughs> Cause That's like, so funny. it's so weird. Cause like the only thing that I've heard is, is the Japanese. And they always, they say like bucharati. Um, whereas in English, I might look at that and say bucharati. Um, like kind of, I don't know. It, it's so weird. Like, especially with the Italian stuff. Like I don't, I don't know any of anything about Italian. <laughs> Like at all. I know that brings a whole new level of like confusion into it. So you're going, you're getting Jap- like Italian names through a Japanese filter. It's just like, <laughs> whoa, you know, how would you say this in English now? <laughs> um, which I guess is, it's just pretty interesting. Like, um, yeah. Yeah. I'm just super, super excited for part nine. Can't wait to see. I mean, we have got so much stuff coming up. This is that, that event today as well. Um, which you might be well, sleeping. Um, it'll be done by the time this episode comes out, most likely. But <laughs> yeah, yeah maybe, sure. maybe, maybe not. We'll see. Maybe, but... yeah. Um, people who are watching this, if you're listening, yeah. So that event already happened. I mean, right now, from the past, I think. I mean, what do you guys think they're going to reveal? I mean, it sounds like they're revealing the intro. Um, oh yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, I so... know there's a lot of hype on Twitter yeah. for that. I kept seeing. Yeah, people are posting the cover art, and like, there's a lot more information coming out about the intro. So, I think maybe the dubcast, dubcast, maybe, yeah. Um, That'd be so wacky to see the intro because, like, we it's didn't 3D, get the... apparently. That's yeah, which also saying. very excited because I love yes. those. Um, I can't wait to look back on this cut. in a few years and be like, "Huh, I didn't know the part six intro was 3D." Like, that's such a normal <laughs> thing to me now. But like, looking back on this, I'm like, "Wow, did you guys hear it's going to be 3D?" Like, oh. Because uh, part five OPs were, I don't think were nearly as good as some of the past ones, but yeah, I wasn't a huge fan of um. But it's hard to beat Crazy Noisy Bizarre Town. I mean, I think Great Days is still my favorite. And Great Days, yeah, part four has like the best. Chase, I also Chase is we, awesome. I don't. I completely forgot how cool that intro was. Um, because I'm on the section of it's just a weird now, song for a JoJo OP though. It is a pretty weird song, but I just oh my god, I didn't remember it being that cool but then i watch it now that op is really good that's awesome. like the actual visuals i think are sick oh the visuals are so cool like especially like the part with like i don't know like yukako and like aya and then it like goes down like all the photos with the crazy like lines oh it's awesome 
super cool. Um, yeah, we, we should we should we can't wait to do the uh, OP tier list once part six is done, Jim. Mm, that'll be really fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll rank California King bed at A. And... <laughs> <laughs> I yeah I I think they're gonna reveal the intro and also be the first episode. Um, because like the way that they're phrasing things makes it sound like they might be premiering the first episode. Um, which if they are. That would be pretty in cool. The sh- during the show or just like, okay, here's the first episode on Netflix right now? Um, Probably during the, probably during the show. The thing. Because they said there's going to be no be so English weird. subtitles available for the event. Oh, God. Mm. So, which oh, I'm glad they're at least saying that, though. I'm glad that they're not like... <laughs> yeah. I'm glad they're like at least saying, hey, guys, we're not going to have any subs, so like don't expect that. Um, <laughs> But I think people, people who've read the manga pretty much already know what's being said anyway. Um, yeah. Oh, there she goes. <laughs> um, hey, not bad for two hours in. <laughs> hey, there you go. Um, yeah, she's normally much more like consistent. Um, but yeah, so I think they might reveal the first episode, which would be really awesome to see after all this time. Yeah, it'll be really funny uh, to see when this comes out. If it might have already been out already, but <laughs> or it would be, it would not, none of that, or, none of that could also happen. You could just be nothing. Yeah, it could just be nothing. It cast, could just be more more cast interviews. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then we're just saying all another this Rohan OVA. No, that would be surprising. That would be a funny <laughs> surprise. They just drop a Rohan OVA on like us. two days before the Stone Ocean anime. Hey guys, by the way, here's some unrelated thing. <laughs> <laughs> we animated the OVA you wanted to be animated for the longest time, and it's George Joestar. <laughs> yeah. You win. All right. Well, I think uh, we can probably wrap it up there. We yeah. Do we have a? Do we discussion. have? Do we have the uh, end of podcast question for the ones that made it this far, Jim? Oh, that's a good question. Do um, you want to do that, Dog Park? <laughs> We generally so it's a, the end of podcast question. So what we normally oh. do with these, we have like to make sure people to see if people have listened this whole time. We'll ask them a question, and then in the comments, they'll answer the question. And it's like, hey, they made it to the end, and it's normally about the discussion. But nothing's like jumping to mind is like you a can funny say like joke one. The best op if you want something easy or something. Yeah, best op would be a decent one. Your, your favorite urination moment in JoJo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, have you have you guys already asked like what are you looking forward to most in the part six anime? Maybe. Uh, that's a good that one. Yeah, we should we'll ask that one. Yeah. So if you're if you made it this far, thank you. Um, what's your most anticipated moment of part six anime? It's exciting. There we go. Yeah, exciting times. Yeah. December is a crazy ass month, man. December's gonna be big. Okay. Well, I think my dog is like yelling at us to stop. So I'm trying. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for having me. Yeah, we'll if you'd like to plug anything then. really quick and we, we can end this. Yeah, for sure. My Twitter is just um, dog park uh, Su <laughs> with a D-E-S-U <laughs> on the end. Um, and that's pretty much where you can find all of my other stuff linked to there as well. Um, I'm going to go quiet my dog down. Thank I'm glad dogs so are related to JoJo, so it's not, not unfitting. All right, thank you for joining us. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, really appreciate it. Sure. This was such a fun discussion. Thank you. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Thank you for having me. It's been really fun. I don't know. Anytime. So I guess I'll write calm the dog down. I'll get some of the other plugs then. Yeah, Give it sure. Them. Uh, so thank you all for listening to this again. Uh, like, comment, subscribe if you haven't already. And um, you can check out any of our other shows that we mentioned throughout this podcast if you want. Um, you can follow the podcast at Twitter or me and Jim separately. 
And you can join the Discord as well. And I think that's all the plugs we got. Sounds good. Uh, yeah, that. just one <laughs> final thank you um, to Dog Park for coming on. Thank you for uh, having me. <laughs> super fun discussion and uh, looking forward to part six and yes. seeing what we get from that. This is our intro to December, December of JoJo. Yeah, exactly. The month of JoJo. So, oh. all, right. all right. And with thank that, so we'll much. sign off. Bye. Goodbye. Right. We'll see you next time.